Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it with, you made it with, you made it with. What's happening, weirdos? It's uh, it's me, Pete, and this is a great episode. Oh, oh, you can kind of tell I'm sick. What is going on? Everything is passing around. Boston? I was in Boston. Everyone was sick. I'm back in L.A. Everybody's sick. I got this, like, headache-nausea combo that's that's not fun, but it's probably going to be affecting the podcast that we're about to record. Tomorrow's Paul Shear. Very excited about that. So that's going to be out very, very soon. Today, Brett Ernst, uh, a wonderful guy, very, very funny comedian, and I'm so glad that he came in. Just like a fucking, a fucking man's man. I love having a good man's man on the show to counteract my uh, man-childness. And he is a he's a delight. So guys, here are the plugs. Uh, the plugs up top. Uh, we got some live dates. We got a live. You made it weird uh, in New York. <laughs> I'm hoping this works out okay with the storm. Pretty sure by November eighth it'll be okay. So I will be at the Gramercy Theater in New York on November eighth. Washington D.C. on November twelfth. Uh, at the U Street Music Hall, Nashville, Tennessee, at the High Watt on November 16th. Chris Thayer will be there with me. And then we're going to Atlanta for the Relapse on November 17th. Boston Mass going back home for the Paradise Rock Club on November 24th. And San Francisco, I'm going to be there with Kyle Kinane November 29th through December 2nd. December 2nd, not 3rd, I keep saying 3rd. December 2nd is the live You Made It Weird in San Francisco at Cobbs. Some really fun guests flying in for that. Portland at Helium, December 5 through 8. Philly, Helium, December 12 through 15. And New York, New York, back at the Gramercy on the 21st for a stand-up comedy set. Sorry, just swallowed directly and clearly into the microphone. Email the show, weirdandnerdist.com. Go to facebook.com slash weird and uh, post uh, the, your favorite moment from the show. It's one of my favorite things in the world uh, to read those moments. And I always try to comment back. And the ad today, I believe, is Amazon. I haven't been told by Katie, but I'm pretty sure it's Amazon. So what you do, go to nerds.com, go to You Made It Weird, go to this episode. There'll be a little banner. Click on the banner and then shop through the banner on Amazon and buy whatever you were going to buy anyway. Part of the proceeds, part of your purchase. Proceeds? Part of the purchase proceeds? Part of the purchase goes to uh, support the show. That's it. Enjoy the show, everybody. Brett Ernst, one of my favorites. Get in there. Get in there, weirdos, and enjoy you a fan of comic books? No. Not really. Are you? Yeah. You are? Yeah. I don't mean to say... Look, I've already offended you twice. We're recording, right? I've already offended you twice because we were walking to get coffee and you were like, we passed a boxing gym and you go, oh, this, this is a boxing gym where a kid that I used to teach is now. And I just assumed because you're Brett Ernst that you taught boxing. And here I am assuming that you don't like comic books. I'm going to make a lot of assumptions about you that I hope are wrong. <clears throat> I don't mind. I know you don't, which is great. I do it all the time. I make a lot. Of, okay, so this is too complicated to open on the air. Somebody sent something in. So these are your earphones. We have the same wallet. Yeah, this thing's great. Any, any, uh, anything like the, the little metal thing? Like I've, I've purchased a lot of things on those uh, infomercials. That I got it off TD too. <laughs> yeah. You didn't? You mean you've had it for a while? I've had it for a long. This time. This is a slim clip we're talking. You about. You know what it is? Because after the shows, I'll come home. Yes. And uh, and my, you know, I'm one of those guys. Where my mind is going, my body's tired, but my mind won't let me sleep. Yes. So I end up ordering. Uh, <laughs> I bought. I bought the Esteban guitar. You know the Esteban guitar. The guy yeah. with the black hat. <laughs> that I'm like, yo, I, I can, I can do this. 
Here's the here's the thing with the Esteban guitar. Is you it just what? a regular guitar? It's no, it's pretty. It's a nice guitar, I guess. <laughs> I didn't mean regular like ordinary, boring. But there's no trick to it. No, it's, it's a regular just a guitar. guitar. <laughs> but, but then they they give you like a. a I like a, that you defended the guitar. No, it's a nice guitar. No, it is for two payments in 1995. It's Let a quality t- guitar. It was a piece of furniture in my living room for a long time. <laughs> I, well, the, the thing is, in order to learn. <laughs> to play the guitar, you need to open the DVDs. To yes, learn. you never open. I open the first one. I'm like, eh, there, there's a thing about infomercials and especially stuff like the Esteban Cazar or the Slim Clip that plugs into our brains that we want to believe stuff. It, it like we like being persuaded. Yeah, at least I do. I watch an infomercial and I'm like, okay. I'm listening. Yeah. It is hard to make spaghetti. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to believe. I want my life. What you really want is transformation. I know it's ridiculous, but the reason, the testament of that guitar and this Slim Clip is that you and I want to have faith in something. No, and also, <laughs> also like, it looked cool, man. Like, ah, like, the, like the Amish heaters. <laughs> oh, my God. I've yeah. seen that one so yeah, many it's, times. It's kind of a scam because you, from what I found out, you just, you got to buy, like, the, the uh, motor. With the what? heater, like I yelped it because I was almost down with that. I'm like, let me see what this this. <laughs> Where were you living when you almost bought the uh, Amish in, space heater in West LA? I was living on. You Bundy were that Drive. chilly that you needed the Amish. Nah, heater? just some <laughs> something about it that you could wheel it into the other room. I'll tell you what it is. It's it's meaning. You wanted to be exciting, <laughs> uh, excited about something. You go. This is the casing is made by the Amish. Yeah, like I just I feel like you know. Let me support them. They're good. You people. start seeing your home. You start seeing the piece. You start seeing friends coming over, and like, it, I that? think in your fantasy. You go, oh, this is my Amish heater. I've never turned it on, but look at the craftsmanship. I feel that way every time I watch stuff. I, I really do enjoy the the poetry and the, the the. There's almost like a hypnosis to watching a good infomercial. Yeah, I mean, you know, back in the day, that, that <clears throat> dude that would just scream at you. Yes. Then you got that the the meth head. You, uh, uh, what's his name? The Shamwow. Shamwow. Guy. Is he on the methamphetamine? Uh, he looks like he. He is. sure looks like he. He is. looks all banged out. <laughs> but um. But yeah, the uh, I'll tell you what works great. Are those hooks that you stick in and they go around? That uh, you can hang things on. It's they're, like they a, look like a, a a big like a ha- uh, like a big <laughs> hook, but you jam it in the wall and you turn around. Those, those things work awesome. You don't have them. No, I do have. You them. You do have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. from the big probably the people that made the push lights and that sort of stuff. I'm trying to think of others. You know what I always used to want, and you're a fit fella. You're one of those fit fellas. I guess. You're in good shape. And, uh, by the way, I don't want to jump you because I bought something, and if it's the same thing, I'll tell you. The electric thing that gives you the ah, I thought you were going to be like, I don't want to jump you, but if and, you insult my body, no, I'm no, no. And I also, I also got the one that you hang on the door. Okay, yeah. that's. I see those a lot. The pull-up bar yeah. that you can also take down and do a proper push-up with. <laughs> Brett, I can't tell you. As a doughy man, I've never been more moved or stirred than when I watch things about like getting in yeah. shape. Uh, the shake weight. I know everybody made fun of the shake. I don't have it, but everybody made fun of the shake weight. I was like, yeah, but it looks like it works. You know yeah, what I no, mean? That's a- <laughs> I was like, they gave it to the guy at Venice Beach, and he was like, this is hard. Yeah, no, he- my mom bought one of those. She bought a shake weight. Yeah, for her. For, yeah, for her, and, and like- she broke it out. Like she's like, you know, and when I'm like, Ma, don't please, you know, because she, she, and I'm like, don't do this. And she's literally jerking a dumbbell off in the living room, and it's so awkward. To watch your mother jerk a dumbbell it's off. It's a pectoral exercise. The nah, ladies don't they, buy the shape. Yeah, oh, they, they do. do oh, it tightens up the heart to get yeah. uh, <laughs> This should be a show. Yeah. You just demonstrated three ways a woman could use the shake weight yeah, it's and bad, benefit. I, I bought, You're not that doughy. I appreciate that. You're so kind. You're, you know, it's funny. Do because, you exercise at all? 
I've been bad. Oh, I was just about to say I've been bad lately, like a, a housewife. Been bad. Just, just ate a coffee cake. I've been bad. <laughs> I've been very in my robe. I just weighed myself today, and uh, I'd been putting it off. So I, you're about to do your hour. I just did my hour uh-huh. in Austin. So all, it was all barbecue and and liquor. You know what I mean? Just yeah, like, but you know what though? If you prep for it, and yep. then afterwards. Like you know, if you if you work out, you want to be in good shape for, yes. for the taping, and then afterwards, uh, then you just eat like an. Well, animal. that's what I mean. Yeah, I just fit, so then afterwards I ate like an animal, and I'm, I was a real asshole about it, and a little bit leading up to it because I was like, it's not going to make a difference if I eat this the day of or whatever. So then I did all this stuff, and then I, I think I gained ten pounds, which is not the biggest deal in the world. We just went to that vegan place, so you could talk about that. Well, the well, I mean, you know, there was nothing really except I asked for milk, and she looked like I. I insulted everybody. <laughs> and she said, we only have nut milk. She goes, we only have nut milk. And she said that with an unbroken face. I'm um, sorry, sir. We only have the nut milk. Um, somebody has a great joke. Oh, Esau. <laughs> Esau has a great joke about almond milk. I don't know Esau. Yeah, uh, uh, black comic. He's hysterical. <laughs> he says, uh, he says, uh, yeah, it is almond milk. He goes, I didn't know almonds had titties. <laughs> 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 but you, I just you, thought that was hysteric. You uh, said though, because I, I, okay, so you're such a. Here's the story of you and I meeting. Is it was at the Improv. I went to the Improv, and uh, you went on last. It was one of those nights where like Dane stopped by, and I feel. Like and, and by the way, in Hollywood, they say, "Hey, you by. want a headline?" There's no such thing as you're going yeah, last, yeah, 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 and it's yeah. a spot nobody yeah, wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've learned that quickly. Yeah. I have a, I have a, a spot uh, at the Laugh Factory after our show tonight, and I, I was like, "Can you please put me on first, just because of that reason?" Yeah, that's the real primo spot. Yeah, it is. First, first, second. done. Second, second's probably second's pretty great. Yeah, nobody's bumping the second guy. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. They show up late, so you went on late. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really late. And I was watching you, and I had never seen you before. I never heard of you before. Kind of like, uh, not E-bomb. Esau. Esau. There are these people that I haven't heard of. Yeah. But I'm there, and I'm watching you, and like, here's the things that really like, like get me going. People that have really strong opinions. Mm-hmm. And then like people who, like, you really, uh, you weren't like doing stand-up. You know what I mean? In the sense that you sat down. Do you remember this night? You sat down. You held the fucking microphone like Bill Cosby, like a good distance from you. Because you didn't need it. You know what I mean? Really? Do you remember uh, in I, Bill Cosby I, I himself? He holds the mic down. I never here. even noticed that man. Yeah, you were holding it because you don't need it. They well, can you're hear an analytical you. guy. Then. Yeah, yeah, I can't shut off the brain. But. That's all right. <laughs> so you had the mic down. And you had a beer, and you and you just did comedy. You didn't really. You told stories, and it was catered. And I felt like either I fell for something, or you did this like barbershop old school guy's guy version of like I felt like we were all getting our hair cut you know what I mean and you were the hilarious guy but somehow you brought this random I know I'm buttering your bread pretty good here but you brought this random group of like they're middle-aged women they're young uh, young teenagers and all this sort of stuff and everybody was suddenly we were all where are you from Originally from Jersey, and but I went to high school in South Florida. I consider Fort Lauderdale like my home. Is that right? Yeah. Here I am assuming you're boxing, teaching, and you're from Jersey. Well, I do fight. Okay. I used to. So you're, you're right about that. <laughs> and you did um, live in Jersey for I, a while. I, I lived in Jersey a I also while. would have accepted it, you know, Manhattan or whatever. Well, I went to 15 different schools. I went to one high school, but I went to 15 different schools growing what? up. What? I bounced around a lot, yeah. Really? Yeah. Military? Nah. Just uh, <laughs> single mom. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were about to be like Riff Raff, like you kept starting gangs and stuff, (laughs) lighting the library on fire. (laughs) No, there was stuff like that. Like, oh, duels rule. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, duels rule is the non-alcoholic version of Tommy Boy. (laughs) It's O'Doyle. I love O'Doyle's rules. O'Doyle should get on that right now. (laughs) Just do a prank and go, O'Doyle's rules. I'm stone cold sober and I pants to you. O'Doyle's rules. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I. Uh, you jumped I, around a lot. Isn't yeah, that yeah, difficult? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you seem like such a. I'm again. Weird to buddy, but you seem like you're you're together. You seem like a together guy, a class act. You bought my fucking coffee, like a you're a, you're a dying breed. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm together, but I am I'm a little uh, like how I say I'm I'm crazy, just like every other comic. But I've uh, I've all right. There are two types of comics. There are comics that, in my opinion, that come from adversity, and they either they, they deal with it, make fun of it, overcome it, or they still live in it. And then there's comics that create their own adversity. It's so interesting. You know what I mean? And they try and and they you know they try and out go, get away from themselves. Right. Like um, me with my brain. Like me talking about the mic and not being able. That's my, I'm creating my own diversity. I'm in my own way. Yeah. All the you, time. You may be. I mean, and we're but all you, we're all either OCD. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ADHD. Uh, you know. Uh, all the acronyms. The, yeah, all of them. <laughs> and, uh, but see, like for me, that's your phone. Oh bro. shit! I never cut it off. Sorry. Nice ringtone. Yeah, it's Planet Rock by Africa Boom. If you want to call me, I'll you're just start a contradiction. Right I would think it would be the Rocky theme or something. <laughs> That's great too, man. You kidding me? I got well. Here's what I got for my uh, for my text when people text me. Should I text you? Uh, yeah, text me real quick, and it'll go off. I can just hit the, the settings. Oh, you can. Yeah, my, me, it's going to take a second. For yeah, my I'll phone just to do boot the up. settings. This is this is uh, <laughs> this is when people text me. I, I <laughs> oh god, here we go. All right, this is uh, usually what I what I say. What's under sounds, right? Or is yeah, it under guess. general sounds? Yeah. Oh, right, here we go. Now you gotta hit it again. Right. You can act like a man. <laughs> what? That's my text. What is it? That's when Marlon Brando, when uh, Johnny Fontaine and the Godfather is like, Godfather, I don't know what to do, and he gets up and he goes, You can act like a man, and he smacks him. <laughs> That's my text. <laughs> My text should be a kitten purring. Really? That's what, that would be my <laughs> nah, text. That's a great scene. When Marlon Brando's there and, and, and Johnny Fontaine comes to him, he says, look, there's this movie. It can make my career. This is the second one? he's crying. First one. First one. I don't, want any, I don't mean you any disrespect. That's okay. That's I haven't right. seen The Godfather. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> don't lunge at me. Are you serious? I've seen parts of it. Here, let me break down why I think psychologically I haven't seen The Godfather. Mm-hmm. There, there's my own adversity. And then there's, we're going to get back to you. But the, real quick, my father and like my and the, all those people that I grew up with loved it so much that it almost in the same way with sports, I was like, oh, then that's just not for me. I, I, Are you I, a contrarian I, by nature? I guess so. Right. What if I was like, no, that would be more clever. No. That would have been genius. So, uh, we blew it. We blew it. <laughs> you blew it. But that's why I don't like sports uh, and and things like. That. I'm sure I would love it. I'm not an asshole. If you, you know what it is though. I mean, anybody with any type of mind, like all right, like for instance, like football. If you don't really understand that it, it's a chess game, it's it's uh, yes. You watch it. It's like a movie. You don't know how it's going to end. There's highs and lows. It's really exciting. I, mean, yes. I played my whole life, and uh, uh, some of this, you know, there's this dumb jock. Thing yeah, that people like to per- perceive, but any most fighters I know, most uh, uh, athletes I know are very, very brilliant, man. Right. Well, they get they see something. They see music in something that most people don't yeah. get. I'll tell you this: I love uh, sports recaps and uh-huh. sports movies. 
Because I like again, I'm not a monster. I love that I can understand <laughs> the drama of what's happening and the ego and the heart. Can I run this by you? Yeah. You fight. You talk about fighting, and we got a, bu- a couple irons in the fire. And I want to talk about the different schools and whatever, and the assumptions people make about you. And then I want to tell you that about the Easy Crunch when I was 12. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to work out with furniture in my house. Is that right? You ever do that? I used to curl my mom's. Uh, record cases. Okay, now that is just a story. <laughs> like now, no, now, I'm serious. When now I was a little in Jersey kid, with a cigarette hanging out of your mouth. I used to try and work out, but go ahead. <laughs> Ma, I'm drinking regular milk. <laughs> Almonds ain't got no tits, nah. I don't know why I'm doing this voice. It's so offensive. <laughs> Here's what I lack for sports is the cruelty necessary. I've said this on the show before, but even a pitcher wants to embarrass a batter. And if you're fighting somebody, if you and I were fighting, even if I, like in some weird world, I was great and I just started really winning... I would feel really – I'd feel bad for you. I would be like, this is embarrassing. Well, I should let him come that's back That's interesting. I've never even heard it that way. I mean it, it, because in all my years of competing, it's never – I can't explain it. Is you, you don't you, – first of all, it, it's not so much winning. Like I hate losing more than I like winning. Hmm. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. And, and in my – you know, uh, I feel like, like a human being, you have three elements. You have your mind, your body, and your soul, depending on what you believe in. Mm-hmm. And the body and the competition that makes us human should never, I don't think, should be ignored. It's all part of what makes a human a human. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And going up against another human being in competition, especially it, as a man, right. and winning has nothing to do with them hating hating that. You don't hate yeah. that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't explain it. Like, I've, I've been knocked on my ass and... I've been dropped before, and you know, and they're like, "Yo, good, good game, good hit." You yeah, know? And it's just it's the competition. What, what is drop? Oh, you mean like I, I'm, either, I you know, someone literally picking you up and dropping well, you? I, I am just idiot. getting <laughs> no getting like sucker punched, yeah, and then or knocked out, or or like, you know, being in a fight, or or you know, getting caught, or you know, there's something to it, man. Like what I, I loved about football is the morning after. Where you you were in, like you have this pain, but you felt like an accomplishment. I can't yeah. explain it. No, I get it. Something yeah. happened, and the pain is that echo of, of an event that happened. And I, I've had that loosely. Uh, if I do work out, you feel it later, and you're like, "Yeah, I did it." And then you kind of feel better when you eat that crumb cake in your robe. Yeah, you're like, and, and then being, but yeah, I'm being bad. I'm being so bad so right bad. now. Okay, your curlers with a little but, dog but, on my lap. But nothing beats the satisfaction of buying the slim wallet. <laughs> At two in the morning, yeah. and it arriving, yeah, that yeah, excitement. Yeah. But okay, so no, I think that's interesting. But when you're fighting somebody, now I'm talking about competitively. You, you're just you're looking at it just two bodies. There isn't the element of like trying to beat his mind or whatever. Um, yeah, no, there is. There is. Uh, uh, but you don't want to embarrass him. You no, know, you don't. You don't want to. You don't want to maim him. It's not about embarrass. He may be embarrassed, but then so may you. I mean, it's it's me- it's like saying using that mentality applied to stand up. It's like you know. Are you not going to tell a joke because you know you may be embarrassed? Like, yeah, but you know, part he, of it. here's what I, that, it's so funny that you say that because when it comes to stand up, I can be really competitive and I can be very uh, there. Can, that cruelty can show up. I know it's weird to say cruelty, but here's what I mean: Have you ever like been on a show and someone you don't like is after you, and you'll deliberately kill harder? I, I'm not proud of this. You'll try and bury them a little bit. No, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to flip your psychology, or Go not ahead. not your example, but yeah. I'm going to tell you I'm some, not proud of what something I just said. you did, and you called me out of the blue. What? <laughs> when you were you were in a, in a meeting and you called me? Yeah. At Comedy Central, and you said you brought me up to them. <laughs> now, now what I'm saying is comic to comic. Yeah. I, that's something I would do. Yeah. 
it wasn't about a competition there. Right, right, right. So what, the example you're giving is that you don't like that person for whatever reason let's, it may be. Let's make it really, really clear cut and be like, they're a cock to you right then that night. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I've seen people be like, follow this. I want to take myself out of this example because I like your story better because it makes me sound nice. No, you are, man. I mean, <laughs> But it's one of those things where people react differently. Like for me, um, I've never I've, – I've been in situations where I, I just say, you know what, I'll go on after him or, or yeah. before because it – to me, it's you know, it's it's not a it's a competition against yourself, not against other people. That's interesting. So here we are. You're the athlete, and I'm the non-athlete. And I'll have thoughts like, if someone famous is going after me, I'll take pride in doing really, really well because they're the monster. They're the person everyone comes to, and no one cares that I'm on stage. But you're like a female cop, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Because you've never, because you've never played sports, you, you, what, you're, what you think a competition is, yes. is the way you're, 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 you're projecting that. When yeah. in reality, when you really compete, yeah, it's not what I meant that by a female cop. A lot of times you will get over by a female cop. She's going to give you a ticket, no matter what, because she doesn't want you to perceive her as being weak. Because right, she's that's a female. interesting. That's interesting. But you know, so then the judgment that that gauge. I'd like is to gone. see the numbers on that. I wonder if that if, they, <laughs> if, if there are more guys letting them go. I've never, I've never gotten out of a. Oh, one time, one time. You'd think. One time. You'd think that would be the dynamic for letting go, but there's more of a bromance thing going on where guys like, ah, I speed too. I love Credence. Or, and then they or, let you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, or like a guy isn't doesn't have that. I gotta prove something. Yes. He's just either going to use his judgment on, yeah. on, on inhibited, where a woman, which is probably might be at her, which is could be a disadvantage or an advantage, right. however you want to view it. But I'm saying a lot of times women be, tend to have more empathy. They ha- but in in being a cop, they don't want to they be to perceived fight as we. It. Yeah, so you know it can work. It may be unfair to them, or however you want to view that. Yeah, this is a tricky area. Gender is a tricky area, but I understand what you're saying. If if there's a woman in the military or if there's a woman in like a typical uh, or a woman playing football or whatever, mm-hmm. it's always in the back of uh, our, our dumb minds. And I'm, I'm copying myself out as being dumb. I'm like, you uh, feed the baby with your boobs. You know what I mean? Like, but see, you th- I don't know if that, no, that see, that, this, is, this is where I, I don't know if that's dumb. I think that's a smart assumption. I think this is what was interesting to me about you, Brett, was that when I saw you, what I was going to say that really turns me on as a person is people who have really strong opinions. And you were up there and you were saying really, really uh, – what's the word? Uh, what's it called when, a, when it divides the room? It's uh... – A wedge issue? <laughs> Oduel's o- rules? I fuck, it doesn't matter. You were saying really cutting things. You were saying th- – and you were like not backing away from them at all. <clears throat> and that's really refreshing as somebody who, as you can tell just by doing the show already, I can't say something. Like I can't tell you in honesty and look you in the eye. What's that? Controversial? Diversive, I think. Dis- divisive. 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 I can't even tell you. I can't even confess to you without kind of packaging it and, uh, and be like sometimes if there's an asshole going on after me, I like to bury him. And I can't tell you that without being like I'm not a bad person. But you, you would be on stage and say something like female cops will, won't let a guy go because they have more to prove and it's not her fault. Yeah, I would say nine out of ten times. I've, I've been around, But uh, that yeah. also comes through experience. But I would say this just the opposite with you. <clears throat> I think because you are a good guy. You feel guilty about having natural instincts yes, and natural I do. observations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in reality, why would you take away from that? That's what makes an IQ is is, is pattern recognition. Uh, that's what makes exceptions. You know. So when when you make a statement nine out of ten times, look, I I know we're all supposed to have ten toes, but there was this girl growing up that had an extra toe. Her name was Stacy. We used to call her ten to, eleven toes Stacy. 
All right. And she had an extra toe. toe. She yeah. had an extra toe. She would show us it was an extra toe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Drove a toe Now, toe. if I were to sit there and go, you know, we're supposed to have 10 toes, and oh, oh I know this girl named Stacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there are, there are rules of, you know, generalities. It's more fun. And, this is what I call the fuck vanilla principle. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't know if this has come up. Does that sound familiar? This is something I believe in stand-up. It's so much funnier to say I love chocolate ice cream and fuck vanilla, not... I like chocolate ice cream. I also enjoy vanilla. It's so much funnier <laughs> yeah, that's great. to just be like, fuck vanilla. Fuck it. I'm not a monster. I do prefer chocolate. I like vanilla sometimes, but when I'm on stage, that Pete, fuck vanilla. And f- f- vanilla can go fuck themselves, but, and so can yes. pistachio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right in the fucking pistachios. <laughs> Strawberry, too. Go <laughs> fuck yourself, too. It's no. so much funnier. Everybody knows, and I've used this example because the bit was so controversial in my own mind. I, I did it. I just did it at the taping, was the idea that every girlfriend I've ever had I've secretly hated her friends, okay? So I do the joke, and I talk about how I, I meet their friends, and I'm like, you're just in the way. Fucking beat it. I already found the girl that I like. I don't need it. Now, is that joke true? Completely true. But is there a little bit of fuck vanilla to it? Absolutely. There are exceptions. There are great friends that you meet but, but and all that sort of stuff. But it's comedy. Yeah, it's comedy. So fuck vanilla. All yeah, day like, fuck why vanilla. Would you, why would you the, – the, the, to me, the realness in comedy is, is in the realness. Yeah. Like, you know, what, what are we doing here? Like, why are we pandering? Why why can't we say what everybody wants to say? But it, I don't know. Like, I, I just I just find right now, especially this the PC movement, I find them to be just as oppressive as the 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 right wing Christians in the fifties. You know, like uh, uh, it's 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 comedy. You know, and and if you're offended, you're fucking weak. You're a weak person. And if you believe in Darwinism, you're you're weak. <laughs> That's that's how I view it. If if, if anybody gets offended by a uh, uh, a pro-choice joke, a pro-life joke, a yeah. rape joke, a, a, a racial joke, you're a weak, weak person. <laughs> oh my god! And that's how I view it, man. I mean, seriously, we're all adults, right? And we're all thinking adults, and and we all know. Unless even if somebody was on stage going, uh, uh, you know, uh, I hate Italians or, or whatever, right? It, it, as long as it's funny, but it's not hate speech, right? You know what I mean? And that's a different thing. I'm trying hard to think of the counter-argument. Italians, uh, well, I feel like maybe you'll know something I don't. But I feel like Italians aren't are an agreed-upon group that you can, like, make fun of. Like, I'm Lithuanian. I could be like, fuck, I've done this on stage as a joke. I'll be like, I'm Greek. Uh, fuck Greek people. I hate Greek people. It's okay, I'm Greek. And then i go, I'm not Greek. And then, <laughs> and then I'd be like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm Greek, I'm Greek, I'm Greek. Hate the food. Worst food. Greek food. Fucking terrible. It's okay, I'm Greek. I can say this. I'm not Greek. <laughs> I just do no. it for as long as I could. I'm gonna write down Greek, baby. That's the way that you laughed at that, baby. I so used good. to do a Lithuanian reference. That's where, me. Yeah, where I'm like, you know, it's just certain groups that, you know, like I go Lithuanians. They're horrible people. They don't tip. <laughs> Well, you have one of my favorite bits of all time, which is about black people freaking out for strawberry lemonade. Yeah, man. And if, if you... you've ever been a waiter, right? And here's the thing, too, is that I have yet. I have yet to have uh, uh, black people or in general because I grew up around mostly brothers my whole life, man. And I've I never had that. I never had like Bob Sumner who who uh, did Def Jam did a show with, with uh, Kevin Hart uh-huh. on BET and he gave me my own almost half hour for that. Yeah, uh, just well we grew up in the same area too, but it's always that white person. It's always like that really liberal white person that is offended for someone else. Right. And they're the ones that cause all the problems. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you need if, – unless you've lived life, I don't want to – like I don't want to hear people's 
I don't know. It just bothers me. I you see know it ruining comedy. And, 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 and let me tell you something. If we were going the other way, it's the same thing with the right wing. But, but the right wing isn't a problem anymore. Right. Like nobody cares about that anymore. It's, it's this, this liberal – there's a guy named Sal Kalani that will uh, – you should – he posted something about this professor in San Francisco that interrupted his show because he did a joke about Planet of the Apes. And it was a real argument that he had with another comic that, that was saying that Planet of the Apes was racist. But he he was telling a true story and this guy interrupted his show and started saying, I'm a professor and, and this is offensive and you need to apologize to my wife. And it's like, are you out of your fucking mind? Weird man? question. Oh, the guy the guy on stage was saying the Planet of the Apes isn't racist? Or he no, was he's saying-, saying it wasn't because he was arguing with a, a black comment that said it was, but not because it was Planet of the Apes. It was because of the way that they were portrayed about a little... A little chimp that grows up and and takes over Whitey and yeah, but it was a real conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, here's the thing: like you know, wh- as a comic, you should be able to talk about anything real that it happened to you. Yeah. Like you know, I I make jokes about every little tragedy that's ever happened to me as a kid growing up, because that's my life, and I'm allowed to do that. Right. And when somebody else gets offended, then you know. But you're you're coming from this weird, uh, not weird. You're coming from this atypical, this kind of uh, special place of growing up, like you said, with uh, I can't say brothers like you, uh, black folk. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, look, because I, I, I went to so many different schools. Man. So you're coming from a, a privileged position where you, in almost in society's eyes, can say stuff like you can say whatever you want. I grew up in white bread, Lexington, Massachusetts. So if you say the N word or whatever, it, it's probably worse for that kid. I don't know if it's worse. But I would for never anybody. say the N word. But I, I would, I would, I wouldn't do that. I, I think it's disrespectful. Just like, uh, but isn't that? Well, that's funny because that would offend you. No one offend me. I just, I just think it's, it's disrespectful. It's like you know, it's like. It's like if I saw you out with your girl or something, I would never, I would never embarrass. Like, there's no r- reason for me to say it. See, that's what's so fun about you is you have that old school like respect thing. And yeah, I, I mean it's all, that that's in a all it's way. about, man. Like, it's I about- would, I would love for you to meet a girl that was dating or something just to be like, this is a gentleman. Yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah, you, know, you, you boost it up. Like, I would never put any of my friends in that uncomfortable situation sure. where they would have to defend me. But it's interesting, and and Brett, you have to understand that I'm on your side here. That if you don't want to offend me and my girlfriend or whatever, but you're saying it's outside of comedy, I suppose. Look, anything that comes from a good place, the audience will know it. And and if it's coming from a bad place, they'll know it too. Yeah, like like for instance, man, like you know, I I pretty much <clears throat> have no no animosity towards any one group, except Lithuanians. I mean? Except Lithuanians, <laughs> they're filthy animals. I'm like seventy percent. It's okay, everybody. I'm not Lithuanian. <laughs> <laughs> they are the worst. I'm kidding. But I'm anyways, it doesn't matter. I'm just talking more about groups of people that want to censor comedy. Like in my, no, I understand. I, Mike, in my opinion, you know, uh, uh, is comedy is the last form of art form of free speech that you have. Right. Where it's literally somebody speaking. Right. And when people want to interfere with that, get people fired for off color comments that they don't even. They're not even. It's almost like. It's almost like the PC people are, are like the feds in a van, mm-hmm. just waiting for a key word. That, All right, we got them. Yeah, I got they're not, Yeah, they're not even listening. They're I'm just, wondering, though, so you clearly have a heart to not offend your friends or whatever. But like, what if what if uh, some uh, black people were at a show and were, or I don't know why I'm specififying they're black, but I'm just saying. With the it. strawberry lemonade? Is no, no, no. Not, I guess if I were a smarter uh, person, I would make the strawberry lemonade thing. Um, but like if Louie or somebody says the N-word a lot, he's a, he's a white guy, obviously, says the N-word, and they were offended, going back to the idea that that's some sort of weakness, do you think that's true in that, in that case? Because um, you're like, you're uh, like a, a sensitive point. guy. You're trying I, not to offend. I meant, I meant like, look, if you're in the moment and you want to knuckle up or you want to handle it right there, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you're gonna like... go on a like on a on a crusade for a joke, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's different. Like like you know, if somebody insulted my, if I'm sitting there and somebody insulted my mother right there in the Knuckle audience, up. I'm just saying. Then, then you'll be like, <laughs> you just want to make it simple. You want to go. You have offended me, sir. And then you fight yeah, with cigarettes like, you know rolled what, man, up watch, in your sleeve. Watch what you're doing. Like the funniest <laughs> thing was one time I was at a comedy club, right? <laughs> And we, we were in, uh, I mean, like, I don't mean that. That that's There's something different to that. Like, yeah, like as a human being, if I'm, like, offended and I can't go on. Right. You know what I mean? Or, like, this bothers me. And, oh. Right. That's different than, yo, man, watch your mouth. But wait. You but, know, my but, mom's here. But you you're, I mean? you're Brad Ernst and you're, and you're muscly. And you're tough. I'm muscly. Yeah, you're muscly. <laughs> and you, you clearly have high levels of testosterone and confidence. And then, like, but what if, what if you were, like, uh, really, like, a small little boy? One of those little boys, you see. Let me tell you something. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you a kid named this kid Dave Eunuch that's my brother's friend is one of the littlest guys you ever met and is one of the toughest sons of bitches you've ever met it ain't about see it ain't about winning whenever you get in a fight it's not about winning it's about standing up for something you know what I mean you can win like you know you can I've had my ass beat I don't I, I, first of all I couldn't tell you how many times I've been in a fight and I couldn't tell you how many times I've had my ass beat and any guy it's never been one on one like I, I'll be honest with you when I was growing up especially in my 20s it was always groups on groups uh-huh. It was never like, you know, just yeah. a one-on-one thing like in elementary school or middle school. Right. But uh, uh, like little, this kid's a tough – like it's, it's not about that. It's about, you know, standing up for something. Well, you could not have that confidence. What I'm saying is – and I'm trying to find a good argument for the offended person. Let, let's, let's go with this route. So you know Ty Glass? Yes. So Ty Glass uh, comes out of the closet on Marin's uh, podcast and right. says that he really doesn't like when – when people say the word faggot, it, it hurts him. It bothers him. What would him. you do if I came out of the closet? <laughs> I'd be like, we're pushing this one up. Let's put this out Wednesday. Uh, so, so that is a friend of mine, and I and I love Todd. And I'm somebody who I like to kind of say every word, to be honest, especially when I'm just talking to my friends, to be as offensive as possible because we're so bored that we just want to offend each other. I'm just talking about like me and Kumail in a car together. So then, when that that when that came out, there was this real uh, surge of comics and comedians. Not deliberately not saying it anymore, kind of out of respect for Todd. Well, Glass. now see, look, my brother was gay, and uh, and him and his friends were overly sensitive. Look, here's the here's the rule: if you've never used, I'm sure Todd has used a racial slur in his life <laughs> at least once. Everybody has, okay, at least once. So that's my my favorite joke. Mike Destefano, rest his soul. The guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, my favorite joke was when he goes, "Is it ever okay for a white guy to use the N word?" He goes, "It depends on how much money you have on the game." <laughs> but I'm saying, like, like, no matter what, unless you've never made fun of any other group other than, like, you don't have that right. You don't have the right, especially as a comedian, yeah. to make fun of Republicans, of Democrats, of, of Christians, of Muslims, of Jews, of atheists, whatever it may be. Yeah. But when it comes to your little specific niche, right. you get offended or you don't have that right. Yeah. I mean, you can feel however you want. You have that right. Yeah. But I'm like, to be vocal about it, and I don't want to split hairs on yeah. it. I'm just saying, like, look, I've heard things on stage uh, that I would never say. But I, I still find it funny. Like one, uh, there are guys I, I disagree with on certain points, uh, sure. but I'm still finding it funny. Right. And I, I have no right. You know, it's, this is a tricky thing because uh, Steve Martin said that when you're in your 20s and 30s, that's when you make all the cancer jokes. And then, you, then one of your friends gets cancer and suddenly cancer is not funny anymore. So what we're dealing with when, we, when we're dealing with these people that are getting offended or whatever, like I got an email. I made a rape joke. I'm not I, – I, I think I remember the joke. 
me and Kumail were actually on stage together, and I was like, I like the idea, and I think I've said this on the air before, because, because I want you to see how kind of quote-unquote harmless this rape joke is. I go, I like the idea of uh, a situation where people aren't really sure if it was a rape. The girl's not sure. The guy's not sure. She's kind of, it's like a gray area rape. <laughs> we call it a grape. And she goes, yeah, I got graped last night. I'm still not sure if I was into it or not. Like, she's like, it's so playful. It's, yeah. so, it's if, so if he, if he calls back, it didn't happen. <laughs> but if, it, if he doesn't call back, then it kind of happened. I don't want to count that. Yeah, it's a grape. So I talk about grape. And it's just so stupid, and it's something I improvised in the moment. And then I got an email that will haunt me for the rest of my life from a, a poor woman who I st- it still breaks my heart to think about her. An email about a rape that she was raped, and it was the one of the worst things I've ever read. But that's in my life. not what you're saying. It's it's like in other words, uh, and, and and that's different. But that's that Steve Martin thing. Rape jokes are funny until like if, like. Well, I mean, like, look, I I tweeted. Uh, I hope Jerry Sandusky gets raped in his ass. <laughs> now now rape's a good thing. Yeah, you understand, uh, and it's not just specific to women. Men are raped all the time. Yeah, I mean, isn't we, it weird that current? Yeah, prison. Like, it's, it's just it's, one of those. It's weird... like saying rape is like making a joke about murder. Yeah, it's just you know, it's 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 a horrific act that you're making fun of, and and if and again, there's I'm I not, I like I don't make rape jokes. Yeah, but I'm defending yours, and I'm I I understand how she feels, but to yeah. take the time out. I mean, look, you're listening. I'm sure she laughed at something that is off color. Yeah. That didn't apply to her. Right. You know, like like I, I made fun of suicide. My father killed himself. I'm not going to go. If somebody is on stage making a joke and my older brother died of AIDS. Yeah. And I hear jokes all the time. I'm, I'm, I am I'm can't. That's so I don't even take so it personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, my, my joke was uh, I, like the way I would present it on stage is kind of like what you did with the uh, with the Greek. I'm like, yeah, my well, here's my my father killed himself as a kid. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I don't mean to laugh. I'm just saying. No, what happened was is my father would take his pants off. Right. And the change would fall out of the pockets. And he would tell me, don't. You don't don't be in the room, you know, because I would crawl around and I would take the coins, and he would say, "Don't don't take the coins," Those mm-hmm. are my, you know, because the change would fall out. So I was in his room looking for for change, and he came home, and I went under the bed, right, to hide. Yeah. And he pulled the gun out and he fucking shot himself. That's the story. Yeah. Whoa. No, I'm just kidding. He jumped off a bridge. Yeah! He actually jumped off a bridge. He jumped off the George Washington Bridge. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Grief laser accuracy. That yeah, is unbelievable. But like you, I, I want the room uncomfortable and then just go, nah, I'm just playing. Yeah. But it, That's look, man. so funny. It, was it upsetting? Yeah. Was my father sick? Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? I'm not making fun of, of – of, I'm, I'm just making fun of – the idea it's it's like giving an int- something into your your own perspective. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? Is that your girlfriend? That's my fiance. Yeah. Fuck you. But uh, uh, <laughs> but like you know. <laughs> but no, you understand what I'm saying? Like you have a like pi- a picture that comes up just so everybody yeah. knows what just happened. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to put a face down. It's disrespectful. Yeah. You want to turn the phone over, but you don't yeah, want to yeah. put your girlfriend's face. <laughs> can I can I run something by you? You yeah, know when sure. you're really in love and you start dating somebody and then you start <laughs> maybe this is just me. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to say this is just me. I will sometimes be so committed to somebody that if I'm on the road and I'm going to jerk off, I'll look for porn that looks like them. Really? Isn't that funny? 
I feel kind of like a lunatic. Here's the thing that that sucks about like hotel porn on the road is that they're like, we don't worry, we don't put the names in the movies. You know what I mean? But then you get the bill and it's like twenty five dollars for a movie (laughs) when all the rest are twelve. You know, (laughs) they know you were they know you were looking at something. Nobody's paying twenty two dollars for Madagascar. Yeah, nobody's (laughs) Madagascar. Yes, (laughs) I haven't I haven't gotten I meant on the internet. Good lord. But anyways, I don't mean I don't, I don't want to bring. No, it, I, I'm just making a point. Like you know, if we, I, I just I understand that people get offended. Like you know, no, I to get watch it. like to watch somebody die of, of you know that's a horrible disease. I, I wouldn't make fun of that. Yeah, you personally wouldn't do that. But you know what? Somebody blogged that I was homophobic because I was doing a joke about my brother being gay. Yeah, you okay? have a great joke about your brother being gay. And 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 about coming. Out and the, the whole thing is is about how people are born this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, they 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 it was some girl on a college campus that saw the show and and put that in. A, and, yeah. And it's like, who the fuck are you? Where do you get balls big enough? To, like people use these words that that like you know that that try and label groups. It's like no man, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Like you know, I, I only talk issues like if anything, if if it's in a personal conversation but you know as far as an overall i'm not a republican i'm not a democrat but you were talking about your brother being gay and dying yeah no i never mentioned i just say i lost him Uh uh-huh you know what i mean and and you know there was things like my brother was more masculine gay Mm -hmm. and this is part in the act too where like him and his friends used to make fun of the effeminate gays Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i know that yeah like like, you know my brother only dated guys that were tougher than him but but the whole thing is a real life experience it's a true story about the love and and the personal relationship with with my brother. Mm-hmm. Then here comes some some lady that has to just automatically well because you, rip, rip. I mean, but where 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 do we draw the line? I mean, especially right now as a country, like there are certain things that you, you know that people are afraid to say. Mm-hmm. You know, as a comedian, I'm not right because they're true. If they weren't true and it was contriving hate, yeah, then you got a point. Yeah, you know what I mean. But if the way I grew up, like there there was kids in my school when I went to predominantly black schools. They had a day in my school called Cracker Knockout Day, where they would just show up and start not- knocking white kids out. Oh, we had that at my school. Did you have Cracker Day at your school? <laughs> <laughs> we had Animal Cracker Day at my school. Everybody got a box of Animal Crackers. Now, now whenever, whenever I tell that, it's a true story. It happened. It, it still happens. Yeah, like, yeah, it, when yeah. I do it down south, brothers, love, people love it. Brothers really? Love it too. Oh, yeah. It's hysterical. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's but, terrifying. But it's real. So why shouldn't I be able to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's another race involved? Yeah, that makes no sense. Well, it's, I feel it's like asinine. Yeah, I feel like you're you're in the clear for that. I don't. I, we're not going to put this issue to bed, but that is what I enjoyed about you. Can we talk about your father? What happened there? Well, he just was. Uh, he, he started losing his mind. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. depression. I guess. Depression, schizophrenia. Like How he, he old was, was he? When I when he died, he was thirty eight. I was eleven, ten or eleven. Oh boy. Yeah. And he jumped off the George Washington Bridge. Yeah, yeah. He tried. He tried to do things different, different, different things, but you multiple know. attempts. Yeah, that's that's why mental illness, like. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. If you grow up around it, you you know. I mean, but it is funny. Like yeah, my, yeah, my sure. father would point at animals like that. Squirrel's your brother, <laughs> and I'm like, who's mom been fucking? <laughs> but like, there's awkward moments that you know what I mean. Squirrel walks by <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Can you blame him? He's got like a gold chain with an acorn. Yeah, I'm a, fuck- hey, I'm up, a fuckable man? squirrel. How you doing? You seen fuckable squirrel? He keeps fucking the women around here, dude. But uh, uh, no, man. You know. <laughs> so you saw your dad? Uh, yeah, is as it a kid, disrespectful that they lose his mind? I, I don't know what I'm what to say. Just, uh, go, yeah, it's fine. I'm going to speak the way that I feel. Yeah, like. Just just talk, man. Don't worry about it. You watch. But see, part your of your dad. part of your endearing. What makes you endearing is your back 
backtracking. I know. My therapist – I'm sorry to say I know, but my therapist calls them pop-ups. Like what I'm doing is running a series of programs where I'm trying to figure out how you feel about what I'm and, saying and, and, and how way, I can every, buffer and it. See, that's what I love and I, and I will defend even though the liberals annoy me. Mm. What I love about them though, it's all coming from a good place. Sure. You know what I mean? It's not like it's a bad thing that people well, are concerned how other people feel. Well, that's why I use the Todd Glass example because everybody can – in our community can go like, we don't want to hurt Todd's feelings. Right. You know what I mean? Like Todd is so, such a better uh, touchstone than like a, a group of people You know, because that's too overwhelming. Yeah, but it, you know, at the same time, whose feelings have Todd, has Todd hurt in his – Yeah, I mean I'm with you. You know I mean, I mean? You, it's an un, it's an unending battle. You'll never you'll never stop pain. You'll never stop no, evil. And, you know, and it's yeah. But it's know. like one of those situations where it's like uh, you know the guy throwing starfish back into the sea, and he's like, "There's all there's thousands of starfish. They're all going to die. Why are you even bothering?" And then he's like, "Well, it made a difference to that one." The guy throws. Yeah. So it's like I know that guy by the way. Ah! <laughs> that's that's fuckable squirrel actually. He's got a heart of gold. <laughs> he goes down to the beach, look for the huge squirrel tracks. That's him. I feel like this is boring. Am I boring? You're not boring at all. all right, this all is right. exactly what the show is. This okay. is great. This is great stuff. So th- your dad died when you were 11. That had to be really really hard. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's know. a good question. Yeah. It's, <laughs> well, it's not actually. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was fun. I loved it a no, lot. You know, and I had a stepfather later on in life who was, you know, he was a great dude. And uh, your, so your mother remarried. She remarried, yeah. My mom, but she, you know, she's single mom mo- most of the time, and you know, it, it's like I said, man, it's uh, it's just one of those things. Can I ask you something weird? Uh, it's kind of the point of the show. I'm going to try and be delicate about it, though. I feel like you come from this old school uh, upbringing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm picturing a lot of like steaming pots of spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> A, a spaghetti? Did you did you drop the eye on purpose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A spaghetti? Yeah, yeah. People are calling their dicks brujol. Brujol. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a there's a picture of that that picture of Jesus where he's kind of looking off in the corner. <laughs> That's somewhere in the my, house. Now my grandmother had uh, when you walked in there was a nice nice picture of uh, of Jesus right there. there. You go. She had the Last Supper. Yeah, of she had course. the little saint statues around yes, the house. Yes, and wallpaper you can't buy anymore. But see, I, I think the old school bring, uh, upbringing. Be- comes up because my stepfather was 14 years older than my mom oh. and i was raised by my grandparents and I, i've been raised by older men okay and um which i think has something to do with it and i also sure. think it's, it's the way i'm wired. no that makes perfect sense here's the weird question though suicide is one of those like things that is kind of looked down uh, upon by that old school if you're if your furniture is if covered you're, if in you're plastic, looking at it traditionally i mean it, it, it's like it's like saying so homosexuality. Nobody ever, you know. Well, you got both going on. My brother was family, man. I mean, like that's your family. That's your blood. That, I know that but- trumps anything, and and you know it depends on who you raise with. Like that's what bothers me too. When when people do these generalizations of Christians, my mother, my grandmother, my aunt Terry, my they're the most giving, non-judgmental people you ever met in your life. Right. You know, like they they feed everyone. I I thank God I was raised by 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 that by my mother and my aunt. Like they're, <laughs> they're just such. Wonderful people, Catholic, yeah, Roman Catholic. See, what's what's interesting to me is is that like I, hmm, I sometimes wonder. We had a gay and lesbian outreach program, not a conversion one, where it's like you know come come to the, uh, come, you know come to church. They had groups there. My brother was always welcome. It's right. not I, a lot of this stuff that is perceived like the jock or the the Christian. I mean, you know, not, not, not to mention that it doesn't hurt that you have those <laughs> religious right assholes, right? That emphasis. But I'm saying that's all shit you get from movies. It's actually kind of hacky. Yeah, you know what the I mean? idea of that. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I'm glad you're here to offer a different perspective because here you are, athletic and Catholic. You got a father who kills himself, and it <laughs> sounds it sounds to me like that wasn't just like 
it looks to me like the issue is dealt with as complexly as it is. You're talking about his mental illness and all this sort of stuff. You're not just yeah, like, but there's something funny about somebody that's the, the the shit you go through. I mean, it's it's not funny at the time. But oh, I'm, t- I'm talking apart from comedy though. Your family seemed to not just be like. You know, he killed himself. That that that. God forbid that no, sort of thing. No, 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 my mom. No, my mom. People understood that he was sick. Yeah, of course. And people understood that your brother was born gay. Yes. But this, I don't. We've never had someone on the show with the pot of spaghetti. That's like this is my gay brother. That's really interesting. I mean, I, to me. I'd be curious to know. I mean, guys I know that are Italian, and they not all of them have the same opinion. I mean, it's sure. It's you know, I've never met anybody that was like fuck. I've never yeah. met that in my. I only see that in movies. <laughs> you mean the family that disowns the gay son? No, that that happens. Yeah. But, but I, I've seen that, which is even why I'm more for gay marriage than anything is because those property rights like you you my brother's friends i mean dude when, especially in like the early 90s late 80s like it's so fucking sad the way uh uh these these people were dying and then you would see like families that disowned them come back and take their property like you know because hmm. because here's a guy that was with another dude and and they 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 raised a fucking uh, you know they i'm sorry i mean of course they, they had all the uh <laughs> the uh, uh uh property together they built a life together they were partners yeah and then, boom! One of them, one of them dies, and now this family that disowned him, yeah, now has the rights to to what he has, yeah, because yeah, yeah. of whatever he's accumulated, and not the person he built the right uh, life. Yeah, with. yeah, that's I, crazy. Yeah, like you know, there, there's <clears throat> everything is. How do I say this? I've never even thought about that. That's so tragic. Well, everything's like people like to use. They like to tug on heartstrings, especially politicians, when it comes to issues. You know, like there's just problem solving. Mm-hmm. Like in other words, okay, if they want to define marriage. Uh, the homosexual community, first of all, whether you call it marriage or not, if people believe in it, they believe in it. If they don't, they don't. So no matter what, you can introduce somebody that you're not even married to as your husband, and I would respect it as your husband. Mm-hmm. Whether the state recognizes it or not, where's the tragedy? The tragedy is in the state's rights and the property rights right. and these people. So Hospital visitation. Yeah, all that stuff. Said, yeah. So you know what I would do? Taxes. Well, I, I would personally just then define what a civil union is. Yeah. If they want to define what marriage is and define what it is, instead of trying to fight that word mm-hmm. create another one mm-hmm. right so this way they don't have an argument and you can get what's right yeah you know what i mean yeah because you can't force a church to write you can't force anybody to accept it right you know what i mean but gr- so growing up in the spaghetti world in the spaghetti <laughs> yeah, man, let's, yeah let's make it funny again <laughs> no uh brett this is exactly what the, what the, what the show is so I, I'm, I'm i'm very happy to have your candor and stuff i'm trying not to be uh obvious i want to know what it's like you're, you're saying your family and everybody embraced your brother. Uh, I, I grew up, like I said, white bread snowstorm, Lexington, Massachusetts, went to incredibly liberal school and stuff. But if my brother were gay, uh, that that would have been at least uncomfortable for some well, Are you guys waspy? Family. Are you wasps? Yeah, we're waspy. <laughs> yeah, you guys are cold. We are cold. <laughs> wasps are cold. Man. We're cold people. Yes. We're a cold It's not group. like the Italian, See, the Irish. You know, Italians are like the Jews. I mean, yeah, I, in, very in, much. In, Jews with better food is what Ray Romano says. And, and we tip. Yeah, yeah. shit. No, uh, I laughed at it. Sorry, Kate. <laughs> I laughed at a joke about the Jews. No, uh, the Jews, uh, Jew, like when I grew up, uh, grew up with a uh, uh, huge amount of Jewish friends. Sure. Because there are so many similarities. But We've guys, been breaking balls forever. You have, I know, I, I believe that's true. But you have that big heart. You have that openness and stuff. So it, it was never an issue for your brother or whatever? 
Nah, man. You know how many you know how many fucking uh, husbands came over for? Uh, <laughs> Are you kidding? Friends came over for a Sunday dinner, cutting up the lasagna. Dude, the best is uh, <laughs> who wants to carve the no, lasagna? No, but one of the funniest things ever was uh, my brother was dating this guy, a huge squirrel that was a doctor, <laughs> huge squirrel. The, the squirrel was dating fuckable gay squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> no, my brother was dating this guy that was a doctor, and uh, I don't want to throw his name out there. But uh, he was always coming over for dinner. Now, my stepfather at the time was in his 70s, old school. He used to wear suits, you know, dressed up. There's a lot of class from that generation. And my brother had broken up with him because he comes over. He says, yo, where's uh, so-and-so? Yeah. And my, my brother's like, eh, we're not seeing each other anymore. And he's like, what are you doing? He's a doctor. You know, like, what are you, uh, why, why wouldn't you? What are you doing? It'll never be good enough. What the hell are you doing? He's a doctor. This guy's cashed up. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, That's uh, 70 years old. I love that. Dude, my grandmother, all my family was very. I mean, look, I'm sure there are families out there that are like that. But I am telling you right now, everybody I know mm-hmm. never had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Ever. There's a story where my, my brother was hemmed up at a gay club. Right, hemmed up. Well, there was some dudes out front that were waiting to uh, to, to uh, uh, kick his bum. Yeah, well, they were they were jumping people. So he paid. This is back in the pagers day. So he paged me his number nine one one. Remember beepers? Yeah, yeah, I remember. And this. you would get a code. So that's nine one one. There's a problem. I called my brother. He says, "Yo, I'm stuck at the club here." I says, "All right, bet, man, we'll be there." So me and about carloads of my friends just pulled up to the gay club because uh, ain't nobody touching my brother. Right. You know what I mean? And when we got there, they had left. <laughs> but my brother came out and, and he's like I'm like everything and he's like yeah but his friends were like oh my god like <laughs> but you know because ain't nobody gonna touch him man yeah that's... I hit a guy oh never mind go ahead no go ahead no you hit a guy what I we were out we were out one time <laughs> and listen I know these assholes are out there but uh, sure. my, my brother my stepsister worked at Hooters okay and we had showed up. My brother was there. With Hooters his- is like the straight equivalent of a gay bar. Gay bars tend to be over the top. We have Hooters. It's like Hooters. You know, we love Hooters. <laughs> I used to work there too, man. You did? Yeah, I used to wash dishes and cook. Oh, wow. But anyway, so- They don't make you wear the shorts. So I- No, no, no. <laughs> I-, I chose to. <laughs> I used to walk around. With- it anyway- gets hot steaming those cups. <laughs> Dude, I robbed that place blind. You robbed them? Oh yeah, I robbed every place I work for. Really? Said, yeah, I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal your little picture when I leave here. <laughs> no, I, I, I was always, always. That's how I ate, man. Really? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I did too from Bennigan's. Have we ever talked about that? <laughs> I know what you do. There were these five dollar coupons that everyone did it. It's. I don't mean to justify it. I thieved from Bennigan's. I told. I straight up did. There were five dollar pins and overalls, whatever the hell you guys used to wear. That's TGI Fridays. Uh, <laughs> that was always a big beef. People were like, "Where's your?" I'm like, we have the Irish cheer. <laughs> We're Irish cheer. They're flair. What was uh, your birthday song? Did you have one of those? Happy, happy birthday. It's your special day. You want me to sing it? Happy, happy birthday. It's your special day. Hey, happy, happy birthday. That's all we got to say. Hey, happy, happy birthday. Slow down. May all, right. all your dreams come true. Happy, happy birthday from Bennington to you. Hey. <laughs> you got it. Well, we had one. Birthday help. Yeah. <laughs> what is no, the, that's the what? worst. Uh, when somebody has a birthday, uh, and you're in the back, uh, and you're like, fuck this, and you run and hide. I did birthdays alone. Did I you? would do birthdays alone. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Best show of their night. <laughs> you. So you, okay, how, oh, to finish the thing, how I stole, because I want to hear how you stole. If someone paid in cash, you just told your manager that, this is crooked, I feel bad about this, that they also left this $5 off coupon, because the managers didn't take the coupons. Right. So I would just have a book filled with $5 off. Oh, that's, coupons. That's genius. 
genius. Someone stiffs you. You go, they left this with the bill. By the way, you never even had to do the backstory. You just go table three is a five off and then swipe it and you just made five more dollars. Yeah. It, I, I didn't even need the money. It was like, it was, I mean, I, everybody needs money, but it wasn't like I was like, if I don't make, it wasn't like that. I was yeah. living on my parents at yeah. the time. <laughs> no, so it but like, it's, it's still good. To, to rob, I mean, you got to rob. It felt kind of good to rob the people that made now, me see, that's sing part that of, birthday exactly, song. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why you steal stuff you don't even need. That's what I'm saying. You're like, God, I wish I gave you Sunday off. Ah! (laughs) I'm going home with bill presenters. (laughs) So many rolls of bill tape. Uh, So what did you do at Hooters? You're wearing the shorts. You're steaming the cups. No, I I actually stole... I used to I used to kangaroo pouch the apron because I was a prep cook. Yes, and then I would take uh, I, I had a cooler in my trunk. That's how I ate. So when I would throw the garbage out, I would have food in my my apron, and then I stole. Uh, so you take like frozen food or something, or you well, take- yeah, like shrimp, uh, whatever I can, whatever I could portion. I mean, I'd steal a lot, and then uh, and then I, I I well, here's what happened. We had this guy work with us in the kitchen. I was 17 when this happened, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we had a guy that, w- that worked with us in the kitchen that was like a real degenerate. Like, you know, he was on drugs and he was robbing the waitresses. So so the manager came up to me and said, hey, Brett, keep an eye on this kid. You know, we want to make sure he's not taking anything. And if and if he is, keep note of it. And we're just going to hit him all at once with a big case. Yeah. You know? And I just, I stole everything, man. Uh, I stole cases of Dom. We used to, f- if, if you ever look on the Hooters menu, it's a gourmet wing dinner. It's 20 wings and a bottle of Dom. Mm-hmm. So I stole a case of Dom Perignon, which I would sell across the street. At the Albertsons, I had a guy that says, You didn't even go far. You just went across the street. Well, yeah, I got rid of him. I told the guy, listen, I'll give you – what are you selling him for? Hey, I'll give you for $40 a bottle. So he's like, all right. So I, I, I dumped those off and then I robbed the till and I just took everything. And this, and this guy was so high, he admitted to everything. He's like, okay, I guess I did it. All right, oh, know? wait. Then they go to the other guy? Yeah, well, I like, did yeah. it so because I knew that, that it was – you know, this guy was going to take the rap for it. Now, if he was just robbing the restaurant – that is, I would have stood tall. Yeah. But he was stealing from the waitresses. That makes him a real scumbag. Uh, you understand okay. what I mean? See, that's what I think is so funny about a guy like me. Never been in a fight. Uh, what I told you about the $5 off is like one of the worst things I can confess to you. But when I hear stories of you, look at me using this term, rolling up to the gay club to protect your brother. Make I went sure to a Quaker right. school. Like I'm like anti- <laughs> Are you a yeah, Quaker? No, no, no. But I went to a Quaker school. <laughs> 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 yeah, hey, Lithuanians and Quakers. I don't even know they, they were real. Yeah, no, they're real. I thought they were they're real. Like... It's the Shakers that are dying off because they don't fuck. They don't fuck each other. Right. No, they don't get married. They don't have kids. Quakers, we're fucking all the time. <laughs> I just made myself a Quaker. And then we cook a great breakfast in the morning. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> Steal oats. <laughs> so, but when I hear... I feel like such like a Park Slope corduroy jagged elbow patches in my safe little expensive mansion. Hearing stories like that, it makes me kind of tingly. It makes me happy to think that well, there are good guys fighting bad guys. Well, look, man, you that's have why an we opposite... love movies and stuff. Well, first of all, uh, <laughs> you're a fucking Quaker. <laughs> like, uh, I have images of you taking a girl back to the colony. And <laughs> no, uh, uh, it's not that. It's just you know, it's not like I'm. I'm... I'm I'm a superhero, you know, like where, but you know, it what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. And, yeah, but that sounds a lot like a superhero. I've never, you know, and I'll be honest with you, man. I've never, like, I've never been one of those guys that, that I never picked on. It. I think it's weak, man. You know, anytime, 
Anytime you're 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 grouping, anytime you're you know you have a groupthink mentality, mm-hmm. or, or you know you're picking on another person, or you're projecting on someone that's something that happened to you when you were younger, and right. now it's because you didn't do anything about it then. Right. Now you're going to take it out on this guy that has nothing to do with anything. Right. It's to me, it's just it, well, I, what, I think it's it's weak. Man. What percentage of the guys jumping people in your town at the gay uh, bar are, are are like you know having some serious knows, conflicting man. dreams? Uh, or you know what it is? It was probably some dudes that were trying to scare. Or you know, I don't know, but you know, they were just out front. We didn't get into it with them. They were gone. Right, they ended up leaving. Yeah, you know, are most people pussies? Uh, I think most people. I think most people. How do I say? I'm a pussy. Well, how do you define pussy? I love pussy, but I'll tell you why you're not. <laughs> All right, oh, sure. It's, it's not about fighting. Yeah, it's about just being a stand up person. Like, like even when you call me about that Comedy Central thing. Now, uh. even though I mean. That's not a pussy. Somebody a pussy would be like that guy's good. I hate him. Yeah, and I'm going to talk shit on him, or I'm going to lie about him, or I'm going to be friends in his face and talk out of both sides of my mouth. Right. There. I mean, that's being a pussy. Right. That's why girls can be pussies. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't. It's not necessarily about fighting. It's about how, how are you shaking hands or pretending to be friends with someone else, uh-huh. and, and doing something else, or or you know, or just conniving or manipulating or whatever that may be. That's, yeah. that's being a, and I'm not trying to redefine the word pussy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's all part of it. It's I, like being a punk or something. I don't okay, like Okay. I understand. Like a chump or something. Yeah. Just being, it's just not a, and you know, the funny thing is, is that I was explaining it to this girl, uh, in Chicago, another comic, but she's always going, Oh, like whenever she imitates guys like, Oh, I'm a tough guy. I'm mm-hmm. a, here's what you have to understand. Okay. Being a type of guy like myself or guys I grew up with, this is all part of Darwinism. You need guys like us <laughs> to combat the bad version of us. That's the, I think you just summed up exactly what I enjoy about that story. Or, it's uh, two groups of knuckleheads, and I say that lovingly. Yeah. Two groups of knuckleheads, but some are fighting for good. Well, dude, ner- are nerds, are ruining this, nerds are ruining the fucking society. They're the ones that are stealing people's IDs, <laughs> hacking. Now, you need a nerd to combat another nerd. You need a good nerd to fight that nerd. You know what I mean? It's, we need a good side and a bad side. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, and but like what what's what's popular now is <laughs> you know, especially with just if you're a straight white dude or just mm-hmm. a dude in general with any type of swagger, mm-hmm. you you look not looked down upon. It's just like you, you especially in Hollywood, you don't you, I mean, you know What see, do you mean by swagger? Guys that like I don't know. Like you don't see a Steve McQueen anymore, <laughs> or, or Burt Reynolds, or you know everything's so ultra. Like uh, it's almost like vaginized in a sense. I don't sure. know if that's a good term. No, I understand. What everything's you- soft. It's like everybody's well, everybody's like in this Leo Biscaglia uh, <laughs> mentality where you know it's not real, man. Well, I'm wearing green pants and flip flops. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. If you were wearing green pants and flip-flops just to wear green pants and flip-flops, yeah. then you're a fucking tool. A <laughs> if you're wearing green pants and flip-flops because that's your thing, yeah. then you're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I would never do that. Here's what I meant about uh, pussies, and I know people, some people. See, as I'm talking, I'm like, oh, some people aren't going to like that we're saying pussies. But I just, I'm going to use the term pussy and own it. I'm going to own this pussy. I <laughs> yeah, whose pussy this is? That's my pussy. If someone came up to me, I don't know if this makes me a pussy. If someone came up to me like in a bar, some weird sort of situation where they just like completely to my face disrespected me or whatever, or or tried to start a fight with me, I don't think I would fight them. That that, that doesn't much, make no you a pussy, what. man. I don't know what that. That means. does not make you a pussy. Now, if yeah. they spit in your girl's face, 
yeah. and you leave and leave her there, <laughs> now you're a fucking <laughs> pussy. It's so funny, man. Do you have those man fantasies, fantasies, where I'll I'll be like, you, you're on the road and you go and your girlfriend's beautiful or your fiance. We should talk about that. We'll talk about that. So you go into some weird roadhouse bar and then like the the hell's angels are there and they're like, uh, this is what I do when I'm like falling asleep or whatever. I'm like, they're like. We can either kill you and rape your girl. Is this like uh, the Jim Carrey fantasy in Dumb and Dumber? It, which uh, help me remember. Remember when they're out to dinner and, and he gets in a fight with everybody? Yeah. Where, where like he he pulls the chair around and he gets in the he gets in a fight. I'm trying to remember. So, so, <laughs> so good. They're like we'll, we'll either uh, kill you and and do horrible things to your girlfriend, or you can leave. And that, uh, that's like one of my worst scenarios. Just, Are you OCD? I don't know what I am. Can you help me? Yeah. <laughs> No, because because like, well, see now. By the way, that's your natural, that's your man instincts as a man. Is all right. For let me give you. You're you're trying to think of a situation and how do I get out of that danger? Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As men, that's what we do. You know, you can. uh, The the best thing to do is to outsmart someone. Well, that's what. Yeah, if you can walk out of a of a place like when I used to teach my kids, I would I would put the door open, right, Mm -hmm. and I'd put their back against an open door, Mm -hmm. and then I would say to them. Here you have an option. That's the first option you take. Go run away. Yeah. But then I would close the door behind them and then put their back against the door. And I'm like, now you fight. Yeah. You understand? It's always a last resort. Right. And, um, you know, because it's not something that, that, like, you know, when we, were, when we were growing up, it was just, we did it for almost like for sport. What class was that for? <laughs> uh, fifth grade. Fifth grade, man. Yeah, what was it like? Well, I mean, because you know you're dealing with. I, I taught in Watts in like the South Central area, and uh, you know these kids were always always scrapping and, and getting in fights and over stupid shit. Yeah, and you know you have to explain to them it's that so there's, there's things to fight for and there's things not to. Like you, you know, because now you're risking it all. The male ego, man. If, if if you don't put it in check, ego in general for anybody, it, it'll it'll ruin you. Yeah, it'll ruin you. You're like it's a hard thing. Do you feel though that deep down, do you does this resonate with you at all? Where these you're like a strong guy, but then somewhere inside of you is just like a little kid that wants to be comforted by your. Fiance. I think your my perception, like your perception of me to you. Yeah. I think you you. I mean, I'm not really that strong. Yeah, I know. Maybe, you know what maybe, I mean? Maybe, maybe I'm typecasting you. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I don't mind being typecast. I'm saying like I, I don't want to upplay because to me that's a compliment. Yeah, but you're you teaching, say that, but in reality, you're teaching kids how to scrap. <laughs> <I'm>, no. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm telling the kids there's a good way. You've, you've, there's you've there's other ways. Rolled up as a verb during the <laughs> during the interview. Rolled up was used. You're, you're selling cases of lifted, lifted, hot Dom Perignon. <laughs> so I mean, like, I'm not completely wrong. Oh, well, you know what it is. In, in my, like, I know guys that are really bad. Yeah, and you know what I mean. I'm 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 like a hamster. That's like, like Di Stefano. Yeah. He told those stories about like getting heckled by these mobsters and stuff. Uh-huh. Did you have guys like that in your neighborhood? No, it wasn't. Well, in South Florida, you don't really have neighborhoods. You know, right. and and when I grew up up in jersey like uh 85 86 i was in middle school yeah and uh uh you know we, we there was still remnants of that stuff but uh, you know I, I grew up like i said man i, I grew up mostly around inner city kids right well th- i, I want to talk about moving around but you started to say i hit a guy about your brother you went, oh no 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 some guy i was i i gave my brother a kiss and and the guy said faggot and uh and i looked at my brother and he said don't relax yeah so <laughs> I, I put my arm around him, and then I put I kept my arm around my brother. Yeah, and the guy made another comment, you know. And my, my brother was with a friend of his. Who is fucking with you? I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like, dude, fucking. It, it, you've never been fucked with in your life. Did some guy just ever fuck with you for no reason? Like once in high school. 
Never like just you're not once. in the real world. You know, I'll be honest with you. I've as I've gotten older, I've realized a lot of times, you know, I, I've attracted problems myself. I think I might just be sheltered though. I mean, you're living in you're going into New York when you're a young man and all that sort well, of stuff. Well, so, yeah, well, in Fort Lauderdale, if you've ever been down there, it's it's like a, it's like all these people and there's just different types of people and you know, we're in a bar setting and there's yeah. always going to be a problem. Yeah. Well, what did you, know. you do? So the guy says another comment. I just, you know, I, I walked over to him and my brother was telling me to keep calm. My brother could fight. My older brother could fight. He was a tough dude. Yeah. And uh uh and just, you know, I just hit him. And I didn't like I didn't like that now I didn't like the fact that he was in ba- like treating my older brother like like my brother was an asshole. Right. You know, and then I'm I, that's my brother and I'm giving him a kiss. I'll kiss him. Yeah. And he fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My older brother was the tough one of the toughest guys I ever met in my life, man. That's interesting. He's a tough dude, man. How how was that? How old was he when he died? He was 33. That's that's how old I am. That's terrifying. Yeah, but no, I mean, you know, but he was he was a tough kid, man. He, you know, he helped raise me and he's just a good dude, man. He, yeah. Yeah. He was you know, he was, he was more like my father figure than my little brother's my best friend. See, my this is why I'm talking to Comedy Central about you. Your story is so interesting. I mean, uh, I, I don't want to just boil it down to these points, but being raised by a single mother, you know, you lose your father, and then you're also being raised by, like, this kind of, you know... Well, my brother had to take it to... Br- any older kid can relate to that, that, you know, when, 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 the, when the shit, when the bottom falls out, yeah. that's when they have to step up. Right. You know, and, and what made it even worse is my brother was going through that... You know, am I straight? Am I gay? Yeah. And he used to get picked on by because there were always assholes in the neighborhood. And but I'm not. And just for the record, I don't. I want to. I know there are assholes. You know what I mean? Trust me. Yeah. I got picked on all the time, man. Sure. You know, one of the. Uh, uh, you just you either deal with it or you don't. Like like there's this perception that 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 you know everybody it's it's all part of darwin this is all part, like even this bullying thing that is now an epidemic it's always been around mm-hmm. you know what i mean but that's all part of human development like not everybody's gonna win not everybody can deal with things right you know? and and there has to be outlets for these children to that that aren't okay you know that can't handle that there has to be an outlet for them but it's been going on forever so you're not defending bullying you're just saying that's just no kind of i'm we, just saying it's do. human nature like you, you know? can't tell a an eleven-year-old boy not to pick on another boy that's that runs right. funny or talks. It's all right. part of human development. Yeah. You just have to be able to protect those kids. Well, we have to fight against our instincts. It's so yes. funny. Like I was, yes, I was, that's a great way to say it. Man. Yeah, it's all natural instincts, and just because it's a natural instinct doesn't make it right. Of course, that's perfect. Yeah, I was watching this thing about uh, all these Russian orphans. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I was watching this thing about Russian orphans, and uh, my mother, you know, Lithuanian. And, uh, didn't come from an orphanage, but like was so. I have a heart for this area, and I'm watching it like an intelligent, rational thing. And they're talking about these babies that didn't get held enough. Okay, so then they grow up, and they they kind of have uh, they're very socially inept. It's kind of like Aspergers, but like kind of really aggressive, bad. They don't understand special uh, other people's space and mm-hmm. stuff. And like I, every once in a while, I would catch my brain making fun of the kid. You know what I mean? Just, just kind of very nothing really mean, but I would, I would make like a doofus Dude, noise that's in a, my that's in my a, brain. That's because you felt bad. Yeah, probably. No, it's a defense thing. Yeah. Like when yeah, I don't know if you've ever been at funerals and people just start laughing. Have you yeah, ever seen that? Yeah, yeah, sure. It, it's when when you start making fun of something you 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 feel horrible about. It's that's the human body defend trying to set up a defense. Yeah. And it's it's nothing. That's what humor is, man. That's why people don't get it. I, I love Patrice O'Neill. That woman. That you ever see that one where he's when she's trying to dictate what funny is and what's mm-hmm. not funny. Mm-hmm. And even though it may not be funny to me, that's what makes comedy so unique. Is that 
this is our defense mechanism. Right. Like, you know, of course it's sad. It relieves tension. It, but it, it, you do it to yourself, and then you f- start feeling guilty about yeah, it. Yeah, I've yeah. done it, too, where you're like, I never made a noise, but I've had <laughs> No, I, I, have I was alone. I was alone. <laughs> I'm here to discuss and look at cruelty. I did something cruel. I was alone and I'm watching and I'm feeling terrible for the kid. Well, here's and the also going like, look at this goober. But if you were alone, does yeah. that make you cruel? I, 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 See, that's, that's the question. I, I mean, where does ethics begin? Is, is somebody observing me? But here I am talking about it. And like, here's the thing. Here's one of the biggest. But you're not saying it in, in a mean way. Like, for instance, right. you know, when, you, <laughs> when you're by yourself and you're rubbing one out to yes. something on the internet. Yes. You know. If, With somebody that looks like a girl I'm seeing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, that's you. That's your private thing. It doesn't right. make it perverted or wrong. It's here's, just you. Here's the thing that I can't seem to find a way to communicate on stage. I don't, I don't know if it's not interesting or people just don't want to hear it. Is that like we all have terrible thoughts. We of course. all have terrible thoughts. The difference is we just suppress them. But if I want to talk about watching a thing about uh, the, the special needs kid, who most of the time, 99% of the time I was like this poor kid and really understanding and really rooting for him. And then 1% of the time I was like, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry no, I made but that no, noise. But like, I'm here to say you do that too. I'm just, I'm just going to admit I, it and, I, and I, tell I, you, if you're offended, I agree. That's the thing. I offend myself Every day, but but see the thing is, <laughs> is that you're doing that because you're 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 uncomfortable. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. There's a bully in my brain that goes, "You're not stupid, are you? Make fun of him. Differentiate us. Mm-hmm. Make a noise. Call him a name. Separate him from us because we don't. It's too threatening for but, me. But do you think Here's it's the, that deep, or do you? Just, I do think it's that deep. Or Here's do you the, just think it's you just naturally relieving? Um, um, I see. I, I think humor, like you know, we have fight or flight. Yep. I think humor is, we have is, laugh a, or, is a na- yeah, yeah laugh or cry, and yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Th- that's why those theater masks are that way. Yeah, I think that's true. You know what I mean? I and, forgot this kicker. The kid looked a lot like me. Oh, really? That's true. He looked a lot like me when I was young. And you felt? I mean, look, man. Yeah, you, but your funeral thing is a great example. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's all right. But that idea of like you can either cry or you can laugh. I would and, re- and you you still feel sad either way. Like a lot of times, uh, uh, it's just a natural. It's a natural instinct. When, it's the same thing with. With creating uh, these scenarios in your head that don't exist to see if you can get out of them, you know what I mean? It's that's the problem with, with comics in general, and that's the problem with uh, you know a lot of creative people. Um, I was explaining we were talking about comic books before. Like one of my there's a really interesting character in the Justice League. His name's the Question. Mm-hmm. They call him Q, and, and he's he has epiphenia, you know, which is what a lot of like creative like people that connect dots that aren't there mm-hmm. like conspiracists mm-hmm. like it's actually a mental disorder for it <laughs> and it's creative people well that's why you get those like wacky conspiracists mm-hmm. that come up with things. well what what if the government what do we and they and they connect these dots that aren't even there right and we tend to do that as especially as comics or creative people right you know what i mean and then you create these fucking scenarios that yeah. are never gonna happen Causing anxiety that you definitely yeah. yeah you don't need at yeah. all. I've convinced myself of things, and I'm like, where where is this coming yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I tell you a weird one? Yeah, of course. I I sometimes go to this place uh, by UCB, and I'll park in the Gelsons. Okay, so I park in the Gelsons. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> like this is me being a badass. I park in a supermarket parking lot, and then I walk over to this thing. It takes me ten minutes. And then while I'm in line, I had this thought. And it wasn't just like the police or anything. I had this fear. My brain must have been tired that day because it just goes, what if they get me? That's all. Just in general, they. And not tow me or anything. I was like, what if they get me? And I was standing there like 
creating anxiety at the most base level idea. What if something gets me? Right. And it worked. I stood there like, yeah, what if they get me? And I'm not a crazy person, but in that moment, I sure fucking felt like what? See, I think, I think, uh, uh, I think every comic's nuts. Got to shut my brain off. You I, can't. How do you do it? Well, you're, I don't. You're, you're I dating. just embrace it, and I and I don't. Uh, I've never smoked weed. I've never done any drugs. Nothing, man. Yeah, because I, I, I know that that line is blurred sometimes, and 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 I already know I'm nuts. Yeah, I don't think that stuff helps. No, not at all. I don't think it not helps at all. Either. Like I, you know, and there's a lot of people that defend drugs, and I just seen it. It's, it's not. I don't see anything good in any of that shit. I mean, yeah. you know, people use the technical terms. My friends do it all the time. They use like the term and. This is natural. And I'm like, look, I don't know what that means, but whatever's in drugs that makes you steal someone's Christmas money and help them look for it, that's what I'm against. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anything that makes you break into houses or do whatever yeah. that does, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, that yeah. is, that's, that's what I'm against. Yeah. You know? how, how are you in a uh, – you're clearly in a successful relationship. Yeah. And how are you dealing with the mind of a comedian – and, uh, well, sh- and in a regular relationship. Well, it's it's you know it's it's one of those things where you, if you can find somebody that accepts you for you, sure, you know, then you're good. I think it's even uh, more difficult. I think it's one more step difficult. Not just someone that would accept you for you, but like someone I'm comfortable enough showing the full self to. That's a, that's a difficult thing because I'll withhold. Like you were saying, like being likable in the pop ups and stuff. I, I'll figure out an algorithm to make a girl like me. I'm trying not to do this anymore. Yeah. But like I'll withhold. I won't necessarily lie, but like I'll kind of mold and merge. Here's a, here's something that I'm not proud of. If I date a smoker, I smoke. That's what really? happens. I hate it. It's just something I do. Listen to a fucked up thought. I went out with a girl and she was smoking. And then I'm like, well, I really want to kiss this girl. We've gone out a couple of times. I was like, oh, I'd like to kiss this girl. Then I was like, I'm going to bum a cigarette from her even though I don't smoke. Because she probably is self-conscious. Oh, I'm a fucking lunatic. She's probably self-conscious that she tastes like cigarettes and I don't. So I'll have one. And then like this bullshit like sacrificing of my own value that I don't smoke to make her feel more comfortable about her own Well, smoking. I mean, is that, is that a way to get in? If that's a way to get in, then that's that's fucking awesome. Yee! There is a certain – there's a <laughs> level of brilliance to it, I suppose. Yeah. And then there's also just like a couple dates later now, I'm just normally like bumming Any way to get her. in, man. You know, Yee. then you get in, bro. <laughs> I, 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 was at a, I was at a car wash. Get and, in. And I saw this girl and I was talking to her and I asked her her name and then – and then she went out, and then I went and bought one of those cards. You know, they have the cards there mm. that mm-hmm. says like, I love, like we should be together." And I filled it out and I gave it to her. <laughs> what? Like the, yeah, I just met her, and she she thought it was the funniest thing. She opened it up. She's like, "Oh my gosh!" She was dying laughing. Uh, I'm like, yeah, you know, I just thought that you know this should be <laughs> like I gave her like a relationship card. That is like, so funny. Around. Whatever you could get in, get in. Yeah, Who cares, man? but at a certain point, I'm just like morphing my reality, my my personality to match theirs instead of just being like, "This is how I am." Well, you. Sh- I mean, look, man. People, even if it's something good. Here, if I was like, I don't smoke, she'd be like, "I love that he, about." Here's you. what you got. <laughs> Nobody would hate that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody'd be like, "Weirdo." <laughs> oh, flavor country. No one would judge me. What am I fucking doing? I'll tell you. you what's going to happen is you're going to pretend to be something you're not. You're going to meet a girl that likes you. And here's the worst. Here's the worst. Here, here's your scenarios. Mm. You could be you. You meet a girl, right? That, or, or like, you meet a girl and you think you know what she wants, so you yeah. pretend to be what she wants. Yes. Okay. Yes. And if she, and if that isn't what she wants, and what she really wanted was who you were originally to begin with, mm-hmm. then you really fuck yourself. <laughs> Just like if you think you know what she wants and you're right, and now you got to be this person then you're and stuck. pretend, then you're fucking stuck. You're holding this baggage. Yeah. I, I've broken up with a lot of girls, and the feeling is, <laughs> who says that? I've broken up with a lot of girls, Brad. No, the girls that I've broken up with, the feeling when I'm done is, 
now I can be myself again. Every, yeah, dude, just – that's the thing. And I don't want to sound corny. If you just – whoever you are, you are. And that's it. And people will accept it or they won't accept it. Right. Like there's nothing I, – I mean I think proselytizing is good. You know, people that say what they believe a lot. And, sure. And uh, I used to love Penn and Teller's bullshit. He used to talk about that all the time and I agree with him on that. But there's also something mean like, you know, the girls behind the counter that are vegetarians – you know, there's nothing worse than somebody going, what, you don't eat meat? Let them eat. That's what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be a dick. Just yeah. like somebody that I always, I've had people tell me I'm an asshole for believing, like I'm stupid for believing in God. Right. Or being a Christian or whatever it may be, Catholic or, yeah. you know, no. You just, people are who they are. Right. And that's it. And if you can find somebody that accepts that, you got to lay it down in the beginning and say, look, I'm, this is the way I am. That's that. But yeah. if you start to pretend, yeah, yeah, you're gonna yeah. fuck yourself. You'll I hope never I, be happy. I hope, I, yeah, I hope I'm not doing that anymore. But I have done that in the past. I, what you just said was great. That wasn't corny at all. That was amazing. What? Everything you just said about being yourself and just and just being it, like you don't easy, need me. Same thing on stage, man. You say what you believe. You mean what you say. You say what you mean. Fuck vanilla. If somebody doesn't have a problem with it, yeah. Fuck vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Fuck <laughs> what, what are you gonna do, man? Like, what? How, do you understand comedy? And, and this comedian Daryl Lamontre said this, and he's so right. Yeah. Comedy is even more subjective than beauty. Hmm. That comedy, there's what, 350-something million people in America? You're going to get them all to laugh at the same thing? Yeah. And, and you're not going to get somebody that's offended? You know what eased me of this? Because I used to like read comments on my stuff, and I would, I would have like 52,000 likes and mm-hmm. four dislikes. And mm-hmm. I would be like, who the fuck dislikes yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Or you read somebody's comment that'll make a statement. Like somebody wrote Brett Panders to, uh, to the lower common denominator in America. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's not pandering. What if I am that lower comic? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not I'm not pandering pretending to be. That's who I am. <laughs> I am. So, so I was reading, and then I was, I was, uh, I love like Pink Floyd, man. You know, and I'm, and I'm looking up. Uh, See, that's something I'd keep to myself. And you, you like <laughs> no, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm just saying, like, that's an example of something I'd wait to see oh, if dude. the girl likes Pink Floyd. Oh yeah, totally, dude. I'm weird, bro. You got to see this iPod. It's, yeah. It's, well, it's I've dis- heard your ringtone. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's. Uh, uh, it's like uh, the I like the Carpenters, uh, I like all that shit. Okay, so you love Pink Floyd? Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at the videos. I'm looking at the comments. This band's overrated. Like, and then you're thinking, who the fuck said Pink Floyd's overrated? Yeah, sure. And and you you got to realize that there are people out there. Well, you can't please everybody. No, at all. But you're being yourself. Yeah, I went a long way just to say that. No, no, no. That's that's like one of the huge things I need uh, help with, which is strange because on this podcast, one of the things that makes this podcast such a relief is I have no problem being myself here. I'm just trying to make podcast Pete and drunk Pete and sober Pete all the same Pete. They are all the same Pete. I know. It's just like, you know, uh, you sleeping, there's tired Pete, and then there's uh, I'm wide awake Pete, and it's all the same Pete. I just I just want to make that Pete uh, all the same. It's I all wanna, the same Pete. I want to put on this horrific pair of green pants, Pete. <laughs> there's, hey, I'm going to take it to this shitty coffee shop that doesn't have real milk, Pete. <laughs> all the different Pete's. <laughs> there's a whole bunch so of So many Pete. different Pete's. Well, uh, there's a mil- well, so let's, uh, we usually talk about religion at the end, and we're kind of, I don't know, it doesn't matter. There's no end. Uh, so you you still feel like you're Catholic? Is your girlfriend Catholic? Yeah, Beyonce? she's Rom- she's Catholic. Roman Catholic. Yeah, and it's funny. Fancy. I, I want I want to. Not that I went away from religion. I just uh, I actually read I read. I'd say about 21. I really started looking into what I said I believed and what I didn't believe because I, I, I had an epiphany. It's almost like you not seeing The Godfather. Yeah. All right. <laughs> here's the here's AFI's top film of all time. Yeah. And yeah. Here's I'll watch a, it this afternoon. Here's a book that everybody has an opinion on. Yeah. You know what I mean? That everybody either hates, misrepresents, that actually changed the world, and I've never read it. 
Right. And I'm saying I believe something or I don't believe something and I've never read it. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. wh- where else would somebody do that? Like if you if you were asking me about a movie yeah. and I'm like, oh, oh it sucked and yeah. I never even saw it or you yeah, know, yeah, I can't yeah. give you details. Right. So I actually read it and, and, and the new I read the New Testament, I didn't read the Old Testament. It's not like I'm born again, obviously I'm not. I just at the time You read the whole New Testament? Yeah. Which means you read the same gospel four times basically. Well, yeah, and different from different perspectives. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I but I read the Catholic Bible, which is different than the King James version, because there's a lot of history behind it, and not that I think all of it's true. I think there's some truth to everything. It's mostly the Old Testament. You got you got Maccabees in there. You got well, some it's just books. I, I've, it's there's some stuff in there that people are like. You're like this is there's no fucking way this happened. Yeah. But then I'm thinking like, what if there was like like a flood? Like we also have to look at history too. Like you know, like say say that tsunami hit. Yeah, and there's like somebody on that island that thought that there was nothing else but their island. Yeah, and then there were survivors, and like, holy shit, there was the a God f- flooded the earth. Yeah, well, it's like you know, there, there may be some truth. It's to funny it. that you say that. There, historical scholars believe that there definitely was some sort of huge flood in Mesopotamia around a certain time. But was it the flood? Here's the question. It's a long way to ask you this one question. Was it the flood reported in the Bible with Noah? Was it? Or is that a retelling of a centuries-old story even at that point? And does it matter is the question. Well, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Because you don't care. It, it doesn't matter. That's, that, that is my favorite. I think Jesus' philosophies. That's, this is my favorite is, approach. Is, is, is what matters. And, and, right. and, you know, when you just and, – and I'm a hypocrite because, you know, I've, I don't turn the other cheek. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, uh, but, you know, to, to look at somebody like that, that, you know, most people would conclude that the guy did exist – and when, and it's funny when you bring him up, people get all uneasy. It's like you know, people shit on. It. It's not like he was a dick. He was a fucking cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, it was like he was an asshole. Here's what happens in religion, and this is my my theory on it. I'm friends with Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bill uh, uh, is a Patriots fan, mm-hmm. and everything's New England. I love fucking Denver. Yeah. <laughs> now, now he called me after the. I'm a diehard Cowboy fan. He called me after the Cowboys lost, and I was just like, "Are you going to be a dick, or what are you going to, you know?" And he's like, "No, nah, the fucking Giants are the luckiest fucking team in the world." So now he's hating on the Giants because they they beat him. Yeah. Now and now here's what happens. I don't have any problem with the Patriots, or I don't have a problem. Actually, Bill's a bad example. I was going to make. I'll, I'll do another one. I have a buddy of mine that's a fucking diehard everything Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and I end up rooting for the Dolphins to lose. Just so he can be miserable. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because he's always about the fucking Dolphins, I'm not so much against the Dolphins. I have nothing against Tannenhill. Or, it's just the fact I don't want to see them win because he's a dick. Right. He puts it in your face. Right. Now, with religion, it's the same thing. I think a lot of people go out of their way to shit on religion, not so much about the book and what it stands for, just the people who are so vocal and represent it. Right. You know, but uh, they also have to remember that there are people that aren't that way. Right, you know they're I mean? regular. That are just regular fans. people. Yeah, 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 they're just like you know that they just don't care. But it's the same thing with religion. I think people, and even in politics, you know, like it's amazing to me in in Hollywood. Like even with the Chick Fil A thing. Now I support gay marriage, and you know, and I'd even if they were giving money to groups, which I guess they were. I, it's not like right. I ate there on a regular basis, but I respect the guy's opinion. But there's a, a cafe on Melrose called Mal's Cafe. Anybody ever hear the Leap Forward? You know who Mouse Leap Forward? 70 million people killed in China, and he's got a cafe on that <laughs> You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure he executed it. And nobody's there protesting. Yeah. You know? It, it just becomes these, these, these causes. These, these, right. You know? And again, I'm for gay marriage. We've talked about that, the idea that like on a long enough timeline, uh, how long, how much time has to pass before 
you could make like a, a Hitler's cafe or something. I'm talking about thousands and thousands yeah. of years. Uh, or, or, or Stalin. I mean, Stalin was worse than Hitler. I mean, we, like I, I did. So I'll tell you something. On my half hour, I did a joke about extremists. Okay. And, I have uh, no way to know if what you said is true. By the way, if Stalin's, were, I have no, I have no, I don't, have, I don't have the historical knowledge. Uh, they, well, but I feel people. There was getting... the pogroms, the collectivization. Um, he, he killed, he killed more people. And Hitler was that, you know, he he was in, he, he killed like two million Catholics in Poland. Mm-hmm. He was just a crazy dude. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and that's what I hate about atheists when they bring up like pe- people die in the name of religion. This is what I actually said on my special. Um, there was war well before Christianity. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be war well after. It's human nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, Hitler was an atheist. Stalin was an atheist. Mao was an atheist. To, to, and I said, you know, atheists, were they, they were responsible for over fucking almost 200 million deaths. I said 300 million on the special, but that's because the prompter got st- stuck. Ah. I wanted to tell you the story. So I was doing this joke on extremists. Like, I hate the religious extremists. I hate that. Yeah. And the joke is basically, if you're going to be religious extremists, go Amish. Because they don't bother nobody. They don't knock on your door. They don't tell you you're going to hell. They don't blow shit up. They pretty much all just hang out together and make really dope heaters. Yeah. <laughs> the heaters are back. That's where the heaters were. But they, <laughs> it, And then I was shitting on atheists. I'm like, I hate when atheists shit on people who believe in God. Like, we're dicks. Like, you know, oh, Mother Teresa, what a cunt she was, huh? Yeah. Dalai Lama, what an asshole. <laughs> Gandhi, and dick. You know, like, you know, there's some really great, smart people. Dr. King. Yeah, sure. I go, that rabbi that sings reggae. There's <laughs> 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 a lot of cool people that believe in God. But they edited out the, relig- the religious part about the, the atheists because I, that's my own fault because I went too long. I didn't, in the half hour, I did 30 when I should have done 24, you know? That's so, the Bill Burr move. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know it at the time. And it's not Comedy Central's fault, but it was, then they it had became, to take out something. They had to take out something. So that and, it, and that became a joke about extremists became me against atheists. Uh huh. Right? You know Gerard? Yeah, I know Gerard. Yeah. He's a great guy. So so now it's funny we call him the Dalai Lama. Oh really? Like comedy Dalai Lama because he's so chill and he believes in God. Yeah, I know he does. But I, I, me and him go back, and I told him, I says, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. What? That he's that nice. I go, I don't buy it. I go, there's something off. There's something dark in Gerard's you. Gerard's watching some special needs there's documentaries some, and making some noises. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Anyways, long story boring. I got uh, these. No, a- tell me. So it turned, it went so from that So then I went point. from that and then these atheists, I was on some atheist soundboard where they hated me. They were saying, like, I'm a dick and, uh, you know, and I actually became friends with the guy. We got into a little bit of dialogue. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, so he lashed out at you, and then you kind of explained yourself? Well, I went to him. At first, I was like, dude, really? I says, uh, uh, first of all, because uh, – and he was right about the numbers. I'm glad they checked me on that. Yeah. Because I said $300 million, but it was, So you had your whole act on a prompter scrolling? Well, you know, they have to do the bullet points. Uh-huh. And, and you had some forgettable points. Yeah, like, you know, and, and I never use it, but they required it. Sure. And uh, uh, anyways, long, I just I – just, I'm glad he corrected me on the numbers. I mean, it was more closer to uh, 200 million. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give or take. <laughs> three, yeah, but the, the whole point was that, that you know, uh, uh, pe- people in general, if you're going to kill, you're going to kill. I mean, look, the, Charlie Manson used the Beatles. You're not going to hate the Beatles. And right. G- Jesus never talked bad about it. He was a pretty pretty cool cat. Right. So, you know, to, to buy into those philosophies in general. Now, to say he was the son of God, I mean, that's just all up on faith. Sure. You know, and if you have no belief in God whatsoever, then that idea is just absurd. But if you believe in a God, why wouldn't he create somebody to come down and say, look, this is the way we're supposed to live. You know, right. I'm a God of love. I'm not a God of anger and hate. I'm not a God of rules. Right. Which is basically what he said. You Who, know, Jesus. So, yeah. It's pretty right. It was a pretty, he's a pretty righteous guy. You know? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I don't follow those. I, I, I fucking 
had sex at wedlock. I don't yeah, even know how many sure, times. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm, it's not like I, I stole. It's not like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm preaching. Right. But I'm saying it, it's fair is fair. See, you know what's interesting, though? I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I keep running into faith, meaning not necessarily belief, more as an abandoning of concern as to whether or not things are literally true. That's a great. That's a great thing. That's what. <laughs> and I'm serious. You just just let it go. But you know, it's it's funny because that offends some types of brains. You know what I mean? And mine is kind of on the fence there. But why? See, that's what that's what you have to ask yourself. Why is something or a philosophy or a belief that you adhere to? Why should it offend anybody? It's not like you're saying you're a dick for not believing this. No, it, that I get. It, the idea, it offends me believing in Jesus being the son of God when in my heart of hearts I'm kind of like, I don't think he is, but I'm just, I know life is better, church is nice, marriage is neat, and uh, I want my kids raised with some sort of thing. A- any, but then the offensive thing is, is that really true? Anybody who said he is 100% they know is full of shit. Like yeah. if I went to heaven and, 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 it was, and it was true, I'd be like, Okay, all right. I'm, I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad. But if it wasn't, I'd be like, I can see that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That makes sense. <laughs> but you believe something happens when you die? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you look at the laws of thermodynamics, energy, I well, mean, just, me. just I, in general. I, I energy can't be created. It can't be destroyed. takes different forms. Right. But not what saying a, it's a conscious energy. Right. That I couldn't say, but I'm saying is that there is a transference. Right. I mean, you know, when, when we snap, boom. So it's released. It's going somewhere. Right. I mean, look, I, I use even probability, you know, like, all right, I'll give you an example. When people say there's no life on other planets, I'm like, you got to be out of your fucking mind. I mean, I, we're going to be the only one at an infinite, you know what I mean? Like an right. infinite amount of planets in a galaxy, in a solar system, in a universe. Yeah, we're yeah, the yeah. only one. Yeah. Come on. It's, it's almost improbable. I've never met an alien. Right. It's the same thing with God. I mean, you know, uh, uh, the probability, I think, is there. Right. Because there's something in all of us that makes us question it, which is all part of the learning process. Well, actually, that, that's, that's one of uh, C.S. Lewis's arguments, is, is our inherent morality that he argues for and our uh, grasping of the infinite are two reasons. Like those things, he feels like our computers come preloaded with that software. I and, agree. And I, I would it. agree with that. That's and the that, guy that wrote the Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I, I would think that there's something in us that knows, or maybe it's just like a mother's love is 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 right is everything. Man. Well, it's funny that you say that because you do you learn grace and redemption and forgiveness and all that sort of stuff from being a baby. That's that's where I would say you're learning it. So you're a baby and you're helpless and your mother loves you and forgives you. You're shitting yourself. You're throwing up. You're learning forgiveness. You're learning love. And then you, and you're also being fed uh, when you can't feed yourself. So grace and redemption and love are, are being taught to us as children. Uh, some, I, I, some think, I, think, I think that, yeah. And also, too, there's just a, this, this thing that you know, you know. I don't know. You just feel like – I don't know about you, but when you're on stage, can't you just feel, feel a crowd? Sure. I hope, yeah, like like I when you're on stage, that. like you can feel – you just feel it. You could feel pockets in the room. Like yeah. You could just feel it. I, just like when you walk in a room and there was a couple fighting. Yeah. You just were like, hey, and you just feel that energy. Like yeah. You, I mean, you, we, we experience on a day-to-day basis, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, even like proving things, like proving God, it's, I think it's irrelevant. It's like I, like I can't prove that I had a great, 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 great grandmother. I couldn't tell you who she was, right. what she did, where right. she's from. Uh-huh. I just know it was there. I mean, I'm here. Right. So there has to be a lineage of people before me that had right. sex. That's why I'm here. But yeah. I wouldn't. 
If I'm going back, dirty old timey sex. <laughs> Twelve years old. Yeah. Yeah. Kids hampton having kids. <laughs> they were. They were back then. Like my gr- my great grandmother had a family at like fourteen. Oh, yeah. Well, they died at eighteen. I know. They were, they were dead at like twenty-seven. No, but I'm saying I don't know. I can't prove it. I just know I'm here. And yeah. Some things you just just enjoy life, man. To me, it's just. You know, it's like being at, at, at Disney World, and there's always those people that got to shit on everything. You yeah. Know, you're like, uh, hey, this is a lot. Of, oh, it's not a real mouse. Yeah. I know, asshole. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's fun. Right. You know, right, I don't. Right, you know, right. there's there's a lot of people that that, that make shit. That's so funny, negative. man. That that's right where I where I'm at. Like I'm I've been doing all this thinking, and you know, I'm not going to stop overthinking. That's just something that I kind of do. But there is this interesting philosophy going on of like, I know it's not a mouse. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Of just like, who fucking cares? It's not yeah. a mouse. I know. But but the concept is still a mouse. Or like, you, in other words, that mouse exists. In our minds, in our hearts. And, and it's a symbol, and, and it's there. We don't know that it's just some just, guy named Sven. Yeah, we don't know. But well, I'm saying, like, it represents mouse. <laughs> By the way, I, I love this comic. I, sh- I want to tell you, well, are there a lot of comic book people that listen to this? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, my, on my album, uh, American Comic, which would be a good segue, it's on iTunes. There you go. The guy that did the cover is this guy, Greg Horn. And he's, like, one of Marvel and DC's top co- com- cover, comic book cover artists. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to plug him. Sure, that's great. Because he, he's dope. You can check him out at greghornart.com. And now, oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. And you're about to do your hour. Well, I'm running it tonight. Oh, you're running it? That's yeah, great. So yeah. I mean, I'm on the yes list. I just don't know exactly if the it's yes the official list. offer, but we're going to go down. And I know you said you'd come down and do 15 minutes. Yeah. I'm looking uh, forward to at the it. Melt. But this is pre-recorded, so yeah, I, know. I don't think anybody's coming. This down. already happened. It already happened. It, it was great. Me. You guys didn't miss. Uh, you missed out. A f- fight broke out. Pete, <laughs> Pete, Pete punched the dude for the first time. Somebody, somebody <laughs> made an off-color Lithuanian comment, <laughs> and it was on. That's it. <laughs> That's the straw that breaks my back. Gerard drop kicked somebody. It was yeah, awesome. It was great. All the nice guys of comedy kick some ass. I broke up fights. Uh, Ron Funches shot a guy. <laughs> Do you know who that is? <laughs> One of the sweetest men in the world. <laughs> Just like the nice comedies. Nice comedies, peoples. Uh, well, this was great, man. Uh, I feel like we, we, I think we covered everything. I was going to ask you about uh, your relationship, but I feel like we covered it. Congratulations. Thank you. When are you getting married? Uh, September. Actually, that's great. Yeah, we are. Uh, uh, it's one of those things where, like, you know, it sounds, I don't want to sound uh, gay. By the way, and I, I, I always point this out. The word gay only applies to straight guys. You know, it doesn't apply to anybody else. Like, you know, I don't want to borrow from my act, but I'm saying, like, I saw two guys on a motorcycle yeah. as gay. <laughs> Unless they're dating, then that's awesome. But if they're gay, you know, it just applies to us. No, uh, when I saw her, I know. Really? Yeah. I knew uh, that. I knew that this was the. I don't know if it's. You don't like know if it's going to work. But you know, it's almost like I knew. Like right now, in your decision choice, things are going great for you. Yep. You know, you made that decision. Like you know, there's something on that path that you went on that you knew. You know, you can go astray, but sure. it always puts you back. Like, yeah. And to even deny that to see the success you've had, or anybody, or myself included, or anybody else. I mean, sure. some more than others. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a justification that you did the. You're on the. You're right on path. the right path. When I saw her, it, where did you see her? In Chicago. Well, where was she? Uh, waiting. She was a waitress. And she waited on you. Yeah, but I asked her out then. I'm, I'm really aggressive up front. Hmm. Like I saw her. And I Handing told her, out cards. I said, uh, <laughs> "No, she was my waitress." Yeah. I said, "Listen, a buddy of mine plays for the for the for the Titans. Uh, this guy Mike Roos, he's an offensive lineman. Give him a shout out. I'm sure he listens. He loves comedy. Oh, good. And uh, uh, so I had extra tickets. They were playing the Bears. I walk in the restaurant. There she is. I so she to, come before the drink order, the, the proposal? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just seen her, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then I went to my buddy Sean, and you know, and he was like, dude, I mean, she's an attractive girl, so it, you know, it's not like she, 
she's a troll. Where like, right. it's just me. I mean, she's saying she look sure at she that girl. Answer my riddles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a drink? I'll ask you three questions. <laughs> no, uh, so so you know, and I called her over, and she she came to the table. I says, listen. Uh, Wait, she wasn't waiting on you. No, she she ended up waiting on us. Uh-huh. So she, when she came to the table, I was like, listen, uh, I got uh, I got this ticket to the Bears game. I think you're beautiful. You want to go? She's like, I have a boyfriend, and I'm not that guy. Like, well, do you really have one? You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, he ain't here. You know, that yeah. asshole. Oh, God. So I just said, all right, and I respected it, you know. Then a year and a half later, I was performing in Chicago at Zany's, and then uh, some guy was like, dude, this girl's waiting around. And I walked over there, and, and, it, and her girlfriend called me over and introduced us, and I'm like, I remembered her right off the bat. Really? And I says, you don't remember me, right? And she's like, you know, no. And I says, uh, about a year and a half ago, I asked you to a Bears game. And she goes, oh my god! And Wait, she, she was at friend. the show. She just came to the show, yeah. And then, and then, um, then we went out for drinks afterwards. But I was seeing a girl at the time, and I and I told her, I says, listen, here's my number. Uh, I, you know, I'll call you. I says, I, I don't want to. I told her, I says, I don't want to hit on you because if we ever date, I don't want you to think I'd ever cheat on you. Yeah. Then when I went back to L.A., I, <laughs> I was talking to this girl, but we were on the way out anyways. Broke it off, and I I, I couldn't get her out of the back of my head. Yeah. I even told my mom about her. Yeah, and then I called before you asked her. Out? Yeah, and then and then because uh, the whole year and a half thing, it's, it's it's it was a long time. Yeah, the serendipity of it coming back though. Yeah, and then uh, that was it. We were long distance for a year, and then she moved out here, and then we were out here for a year and a half in North Hollywood, and then we moved over to uh, Agora Hills. So she moved from Chicago and in yeah. with you. Yeah, and she knew I wasn't cashed up or not like that. Like she knew that you know at a comic salary, it's not like right. you know we're either check to check or. You know, rolling in cash. It's, There's it's, no in between. It's like skateboarders. You're either really good <laughs> or you're falling off every trick. Yeah. I've never seen a decent skateboarder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen a guy you're like, he's all right. <laughs> That's it. That's a brilliant. That's a brilliant assumption. Yeah, it's like you don't see the guy that's just like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's got potential. He's got some learning to do. <laughs> it's easy. It's always the bleeding guy and the amazing guy. That's what it is with college. <laughs> that's brilliant. I've never seen here to put that way. So you move in, and she moved in, and she moved in right away. Well, no, it was about a year, year and a half. I just well, mean we you knew, were dating we, long we knew, distance. Yeah, we know, we know. That's great. Yeah, I just knew, man. And I, you know, I've never even. Uh, I'm not one of those guys either. Like, you know, when I'm committed, I'm committed. Yeah. But I, I've I've had I'm, I've had enough in my life where like it's not like you know I'm like I, I need it I need it yeah you yeah, know, yeah. I'm done with it that's so funny you man. know what I mean especially when you meet when you meet a right one I mean who knows I don't want to who knows what down the road will bring but sure you know. and sometimes you know you you look at things and you're like God man you know this see God will give you I always have this thing God will give you three things as a man either the woman you're supposed to be with you know healthy kids if you're lucky and a job to provide for them mm-hmm. and you just don't know what order those are coming yeah but you know if you can nail that trifecta yeah then life should be good you know what i mean that's everything else should just fall, fall should just fall into place that's great i want to sound like a dork man no are you kidding i was just gonna ra- i was like what a perfect way to wrap it up this is a dork if that's dorky then i'm trying to do a dorky show well, yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, man. well this is great man brad thank you it's called american comic yeah it's on itunes go to my website it's brettearns.com and I'm, I'm launching my own podcast which you're gonna be on oh yeah uh first tuesday it's gonna be election day in november uh on the GoCast great network Awesome. Yeah, I, we don't have any working. We, we don't even know what it's called yet. Do you do that? Do you do a bit about how girls can't be sluts but guys can? And you're like, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that on your album? Yeah. yeah when I saw you do that, I was like, who is this guy <laughs> saying something that I know 
people are just so con- – I was conflicted when you said it. You were like, that's just how it is. It's just how it is. I mean, like, <laughs> like I hate women. Like, don't judge – You women judge us for every – that's the one thing they're judged on. Yeah. Not what kind of car they drive. Yeah. You know, uh, you know <laughs> how much money they make. Yeah. Pretty much, just don't be a whore. <laughs> That's all. And I, but I do think like, I always say this in my act too. I think every girl should have a couple of cocks she's not proud of. It, it, makes, them, it makes them grow as a person. I don't mean that. I'm just saying, like you know, when you're ski pulling a fucking football team, there's something off. There's something off. I'm serious. If you meet girls that are like really, like really promiscuous. There's usually something off. Sure. It's like a dude that that like can Same with the dudes I, probably at some level. Well, dude, it's different though. It's it's yeah. and, and it is. It's different. And to anybody that think it's not, it's just, it's not it's, they don't understand nature. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying girls uh, to 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 say men and women view sex the same and put the same emphasis on it. Yeah. It's just absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not even it's the balance. <laughs> like women aren't Wasn't your point that like women give it and guys like are always looking for or something like guys. No, no, mine was just basically just you know it's just the way it is, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I well, mean like not everything's fair. You know, there's <laughs> shit that happens for guys. It's you know it's, we don't. I, I pay for everything. Not saying my girl doesn't contribute, which right, she does, but right. I meant like you know on a whole. Dudes, we pay for. Sh- we're supposed to die for the country. Yeah, you know what I mean. Check just, for burglars. Just don't be a whore. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it comes to. Well, if there's any guy's fear, like every guy's fear, I think, at least for me and guys I know, is that like the girl you're with might be another dude's story. Uh huh. You know, like you walk in with her and she walks in and there's some guys in the back going, oh my God, look who it is. Yeah. You know? And she, you know. Ski mask Lisa. And you know, for me, that's just. Been she a- was wearing the ski mask. See, that's the thing that bothers me too. Again, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I wanted to clarify. She's a she, she's she, a freak, and she'll she, do anything. She wore the ski mask if she wears the ski mask. She loves it. No, but I'm saying like. No, why? Why? Why should like? I would never say to a girl what she should find attractive in it. Like you never see a push that, hey, ladies, you need to accept guys that don't want to work. Right. You know what I mean? And right. you need to accept a guy that's five four. Yeah. And you need to accept, you know, because we are people too. Right. There's certain certain things women just may not be attracted to that are traits in a man. Right. And you hear women all the time tell men to be men. You know, you hear it all the time. Be a man. Take care of your wife. Take care of your kids. Which I agree with. But if you say be a woman, take care of your husband. Whoa, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. You know, it, there there's it, and there are double standards on both sides. So I'm not complaining about it. Sure. I'm just saying in my interactions in real life with dating and meeting women. There tends to be a similar pattern for both. Well, we had that whole, you know, this, the 50s and 60s, that whole embrace. Everybody embraced calling girls sweetheart and they take the cake out of the oven and hand you a scotch and all that sort of stuff. So we had that. And then we had the 70s. But see, that wasn't real. Like, I know it wasn't real. That I, was TV. Like my grandmother ran my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? My grandfather never fucking. It's, it's like they say that in my Big Fat Greek Wedding. Mm. The man may be the head of the house, but the woman's the neck and she controls where the, where the head goes. Yeah. The women in my family in a way, have always been powerful, have always had respect. You know, a, a, I think a woman's femininity is way more powerful than a man's masculinity. Like mm. you ever watch the first uh, 48? Mm-mm. There's that black lady. She's a detective, and she gets everybody to talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, because she's just so. There's something about a woman that you when you know when it's when they t- you, it's comforting. It's yeah, like, I understand. You know, 
you know, I hate when girls come at you like, oh, like you're a, you're not a dude. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you're going to get treated a certain way. But sure. I, and I'm not. You understand what I mean? Like there, there's something they're embrace. They're using their femininity in a more and, traditional. And I think way. a lot of f- like a feminist downplay femininity in a sense. Yeah, you know, sure. you know what I mean. Like like a woman. I, I think. I think like a, a mom, a stay-at-home mom. My mother was, and I was raised by by women. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's power to that, and if and as long as it's their choice to be that, yeah, that's where. They're That's, not being forced. They're into not being it. forced. It is yeah. a powerful thing. I always think of the movie The Grapes of Wrath, which I don't know why, and I don't think of it as a book. I think of it as a movie <laughs> where it's the women that it's about the, you know the Dust Bowl, and it's a very difficult time, and it's the women in that story that like keep it together, doing the really always. hard stuff. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. always, man, and and you know, and and it's not like like I want my girl if she wants to work, she works. If she doesn't, she doesn't. Right. You know what I mean? I will always work as a man. I, I identify myself like that. I mean, you see guys. Our, our jobs, our occupations is what defines us. And I think right. that's a natural instinct. I think that's a natural, that's in human nature. Yeah. Like even in the animal kingdom, like the way we are as a species, mm-hmm. the way we, we, we interact and the way what we, you know, the way we are, the way we think, yeah. everything's based on testosterone and estrogen. And, you know, it, it, these are all. And what you do. Uh, yeah, and- I bet lions do that. They're like, "That's Larry. He chews. <laughs> he chews grass all day. It's what he does. He's a grass chewer. You're gonna choose the grass chewer over me. I'm the zebra chomper." <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, someone uh, there was a comic. I can't think of his name. He had a great bit about how people back in the day were introduced by this is Jacob, father of Stein, <laughs> the Earl of, of Windsor. You know, like and of his father's father. You know, like, they would introduce him. He's like, if they would do that today. You know, yeah. <laughs> this is Frank. Son of manager of Subway, <laughs> Frank. Is, no, but but like I think a lot of men identify, and so do some women. Yeah. You know, and and that's the other thing too. Like, again, there are people that are wired a certain way, and there are always exceptions to the rule. Yeah. What I hate is when groups of people downplay what someone wants to do naturally, or vice versa, or upplay somebody that isn't really that impressive. Like I, when I was teaching school, not all teachers. Are good people. Mm-hmm. Like I know, growing up, there are some teachers that are fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then there's this thing that all teachers are wonderful, all teachers That's are beautiful. So funny. I have a bit about that. Do you really? I'm writing it down because I just burned my hour, so I'm like, I got to do that. Write that I down. <laughs> no, it is like there was some teachers that should be making that I worked with. One in particular, her name was Mrs. Blowitz. Uh-huh. Okay, and she had that fifth grade name that you know kids are just on yeah, her name yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She should be making two hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She cares about the first kids. class of the semester. She says the name. It's and fifty-five it- <laughs> minutes of laughing. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. <laughs> and let's just get it out of the way. But let me tell you, man, when I taught with her, she loved the kids. And then there were certain teachers that just didn't give a fuck. Well, that's what I. That's what I say in the bit. I say how many teachers just rolled in the VCR cart, hung over, oh, yeah, and man. showed you a movie or whatever. But if you meet a teacher at a party, you're like, God bless you. Like they're a fuck an astronaut how many teachers did you have that were great it's rare that's why they give them awards and fair is yeah, and fair is yeah. <laughs> no and fair is fair like like as female comics like you know they, there's that argument that female a lot of female comics say they have it harder because they're females and mm-hmm. a lot of them you could also argue they have it easier because you know if they're even half as good they'll move up more but i think what bothers me is when you see male comics shitting on female comics that are talking about like dating and 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 you know that's what they do. What yeah. the fuck are they supposed to talk about? Well, Chelsea has that great bit about how the period. It, if guys got their period. Oh, it's genius, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's a great bit. She's, she's, like, she, yeah. she's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, that's a brilliant bit. Yeah. Look at, look at what's male hack. How many guys, including myself, have a joke about jerking off? Yeah, sure. You of know course. what I mean? Or finding the G spot. I don't, but like a lot of guys do. But I'm saying like, <laughs> it's like the, the, the male comics. Because I can always find it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all right, man. 
not go on. No, I'm saying male comics like hold female comics to a different standard that they're not holding themselves to. Of course they are. Of you know what I mean? Of course they are. They're in the back. Oh, she's a... What the fuck is she supposed to talk about? Yeah, You're yeah, talking yeah. about your wife? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I'm talking about my girl? What, yeah, she, yeah. what, she can't talk about dating? Yeah. Get out of here talking about your period. Yeah. So I'm jerking oh, it. Uh, yeah, I'm jerking off. And- to the fucking girls gone wild and then Snoop Dogg's face is on the screen when I come. But then on the flip side, when you hear him complain that, you know, it's so much harder and you're like, come on, there's a lot of girls that, I, you don't know how many times I've had people go, do you know any good female comics that I can I can work with? Yeah. You know, I've, I've and I'd recommend a bunch. But, sure. But I'm saying, you know. So, I, th- I think I think that's changing. I you know Chelsea and uh, Nikki Glaser, Amy Schumer, uh, Natasha Leggero, all these people I feel like are just as uh, just as good. Just as and, good. And, and it bothers me too when they're like, well, you know, better than most. Uh, she's a female. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, schlubby dude. fat guys. That's the other thing too. Yeah. I always say, you know how many fucking guy comics suck? Yeah, so many. We're just the majority, so the good ones are going to be with us too. But there's so many guys going up just being fucking garbage, and there's so many fewer. Uh, female, so they get they get judged harsh, harsher. They on get that. judged harsher, but like I said, we be, get to be individuals. They get ju- judged as group. They're already group. As a group. It's a group. Female comedians. But I'm saying though, also that there's such a, a lot of times, if if they're even a, a little above average, yeah. I'm saying that they will work way more. Than, I've seen that happen. Yeah, I, I, I it's hard for me to agree with that because I you know want to be in. I think I feel like you want to be in defense of them as well. But I, I've seen it work out. I've seen it work out with shitty, good-looking uh, male comics. Uh, dude, no, th- this is what I was yeah. saying. Though. This is a, is that the same thing. is that to to group it just yeah. in one thing to say a female comic this like like well, I forgot who said that uh, was it the guy from that booked uh, Letterman that he's never found a funny oh Eddie Bro yeah really dude never yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you've never you never found that are you out of your fucking mind <laughs> and there's certain female comics I'll, uh, that that I'll watch that yeah. they're like for a female and I'm like dude she's a fucking solid comic sure you know Peretti's mm-hmm. up there I love her mm-hmm. I love uh, I love Natasha mm-hmm. I like her whole fucking thing she kills, me. Um, kills me of course Amy yeah uh, Tammy Pescatelli, I love. I love her edge. Tig Nataro, Sarah. Tig. I mean, we got some really. No, dude, there's some solid yeah. ones. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, 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 you know, whatever. It's the same thing with. Uh, Their numbers are probably very, very similar to our numbers when you break it down to shit versus good. You know oh, yeah. I mean? I mean, it's a it's per capita a, thing. It's a smaller group. And, uh, 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 yeah, that shit like that bothers me. That's what I mean. Fair is fair. Yeah. But then you, uh, I think what you're saying is a, a gorgeous male comic who sucks will work. In yeah, they're going to try and push him up, but then yeah. but you can always tell. Like I, I, that's what I love about comedy; it'll always weed itself out. Yeah, there are people that'll slip through the cracks, but it'll always weed it'll itself catch out. up on them. Yeah, it'll always catch up. You can't fake this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You can't fake this shit. Yeah, you can't just go up there and 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 just say anything. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And, and if you want to be an actor and you're trying to do stand up to get into acting, then right. You know, you're gonna have a just go audition. Yeah. Nobody it. gets in. The, you don't submerge yourself in this business unless you really fucking love it. Oh, of course. You have to be. Uh, it has to be in compulsion. It yeah. Has, it has to be a need. Yeah. I said this recently on the show. I was feeling really off, and I was like, I'm just having a really shitty day. I'm really, really anxious. I, I just feel, what if they get me, sort of day. And and I was about to do a show, and they were like what'll help and I'll, I'm like I'll be better in 45 minutes like I'm gonna do my set and then I'll feel then better then you feel better that's a, that's a crazy person that's like you know what would really calm me down talking to 300 people that want me to make them laugh every four <laughs> seconds that don't know me Ooh, that is just a hammock and a glass of iced tea to me <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of fucking weirdos yeah. we are well thanks for doing it man no, you're I the best it, this is, I'm so glad you uh, took the time good luck with the hour I can't wait to see it and uh, yeah, man. Oh, this is weird. We end the. This is just. It makes no sense. We end the episode with the guest saying, "Keep it crispy." It's just. It's just a thing. <laughs> is there? Is there a way to say it? 
You say it however you want. You could just say it straight. You could say. I'm going to just do it like this. I'm going to say, listen, everybody out there. Uh, I really appreciate Pete <laughs> having me on. Uh, we talked about God, life, love. And that's all life's about, man. It's all about love. So just remember, man, keep it crispy. <laughs> you turned your head in this way that really nailed Thank you, man. Thank you for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.